It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Oh, that's a great start to this. Uh, (laughs) Maybe I didn't pick that up. Mm, Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Welcome back to the Drunk Pod. Yes. Cast. Tonight, we're going back to one of uh, the movie series we've been uh, commentating on. Not Twilight again. New Moon's missing. We got to re-upload that, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another episode missing. Really weird. Just out of nowhere. Thank you, Podbean. Anyways, <laughs> we are here to watch Spider-Man 2. Sorry if I'm talking too loud. I had my headphones on. And the headphones aren't wired to the yeah. mix because we're going to listen to the movie. At all. I can't hear myself. I can't hear anything ever. except for... The cold, Unless I have a... <laughs> the cold darkness. The cold darkness of my heart. Yes, of Jackson's heart, specifically. And uh, this movie kind of deals with a cold darkness. Uh, existential crisis. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've all been through it. But, but anyway. <laughs> but, but we can all always have help getting over an existential crisis with uh, character actor... Uh, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, yeah, of yeah. course. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> this, we talked about it, and we're going to get right into it, but we, in fact, let's just get right into it. Yeah, let's get the shit started. Oh, fuck, I got to do the thing, sorry. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm rusty, <laughs> I'm rusty. If this is your first commentary, here's, well, even if it's not your first, but here's what we're going to do. We're, I'm going to say three, two, one, play. I'm going to press play. And then we're gonna sink. Um, we're gonna sink at the Columbia logo, I guess. Oh yeah, it's and it's Spider Man two. And it's Spider Man two, by <laughs> the way. Did we say that? We did not. I don't think we said. What <laughs> well, the title watch. says that. Yeah. You can read, unless you're blind. Then I'm sorry. No, I mean no offense uh, <laughs> to our blind listeners, if there's any. Um, okay, I better stop. But <laughs> But anyways, yeah, Spider-Man 2, so yeah, we're going to get going. So uh, when I say play, you hit play on your button or whatever. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So, you know, nine times out of ten, even if you don't own a copy, you should be able to watch it with us unless you uh, unsubscribe from Netflix because a lot of people did (laughs) recently. (laughs) You know, they'll binge a series they like and then unsubscribe. That's, you know. what, that's 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 the type of thing I do. Streaming <laughs> services. Uh, yeah. Anyways, subscribe to HBO for a month. Catch up on all the stuff I've missed, and then unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because think about things you don't watch. Anyways, we are gonna get right into this. So three, two, one, play. Oh, let me one more time. Three, two, one, play. Oh. Fuck. Three, two, one. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is the real one. This is the real one. I think I got to double click it. This is really awkward. Three, two, one, play. There we go. 
Good job. Here's the Columbia logo, the start of it. Let's make sure we're all in sync here. Yeah. <laughs> make sure our audio is working. Uh, Shazam, we're in sync. It just, well, it's finishing right Sony now. It just said Pictures Sony Pictures Entertainment. Entertainment. It's black. There we go. We're synced. Marvel, Marvel logo. starting, yeah. You know, if you're slightly off, who cares? Yeah. It's the, before they had all the MCU characters inside the Marvel logo. I prefer the old Mar- like Marvel logo when they would start movies over the, the MCU shit. Nothing wrong with the MCU, but uh, I think it's... Our headphone splitter is really persnickety. God damn. Yeah, yeah, back to the MCU. Yeah, uh, the MCU one's grandiose and everything, and that's cool. I appreciate it, and it gets you excited. But the original Marvel uh, intro... It's just classy, yeah. right? Yeah. And oh, I love this intro. It's way better than the Spider Man one intro. Oh, yeah. It's uh, with uh, Alex Ross paintings. Yeah, versus the Spider Man one intro with the weird CGI yeah. stuff going on. Just CGI webs and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but this one's classy. It's very classy. I do love, I do love some good, like, over dramatized paintings. Of maybe Toby maybe Maguire. that will work. I put the remote on the thing. Seems to be working. My headphones are really loud. Mine are too. <laughs> I don't think there's much we can do about that. Just pull them back from yours. As long as the mics don't pick it up. I hope they don't. Because that could well, get that could get us in trouble. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> the classic music by Danny Elfman. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Cool. Danny Elfman's a great composer. I love Danny Elfman. Good old Oingo Boingo. Wait, let's just see if the music's bleeding in. Be quiet. No. Okay, we should be good. I don't think it's bleeding in. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I'm really suspicious why those episodes got taken down yeah. without any warning. <laughs> uh, we didn't get any messages about it. Or well, nothing. there's no reason they should be copied. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I really, yeah, this is the best intro. And we've talked about it, and this is what I wanted to talk about earlier before we fuck, I fucked everything up. But um, we talked about all the Spider-Man movies, at least up till now, and in anticipation for No Way Home. And I said this is, I mean, right up there, Spider-Verse. Honestly, we'll yeah. see if it holds true. It's still probably my favorite, even considering No Way Home. Yeah. Because I think No Way Home, that's a little bit unfair. Because yeah, it's, it's kind of gimmicky. I mean, well, it's a great movie, but it's, it's kind of gimmicky because it, you a know, lot of fan service. It know. hinges on the whole, yeah, fan service, the multiverse, everybody, everybody's in it. All the Spider-Man. But this is just a good damn solo Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Here, Tobeth Maguire. Whoa! It's not been that long. That since was I've a clutch. Um, that was a clutch uh, stop there. He yeah. could have face planted so hard. <laughs> Stephen, I like his little motorbike that he rides. Yeah, it's cool. Well, also, it's cool for. Also, I want to address the twenty mine Joe's twenty nine minute guarantee is a terrible business practice. <laughs> twenty twenty nine minute delivery guarantee in Manhattan. That's, that's impossible. That's a terrible idea. 
Like, yeah, I bet Parker like has... He's, he's like, Parker, you're not dependable. It's like, bitch, you're a bad businessman. <laughs> yeah, you would know you were a pizza delivery guy. Yeah. You were just like Spider-Man. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> you know, one time I came back to the pizza shop after delivering, and I turned to my buddy Eddie, who uh, hopefully we're going to get on an episode for some Godzilla stuff. Uh, and I said, you know, Eddie, Peter Parker was a broke delivery guy pizza delivery guy in college and i'm a broke pizza delivery guy in college is he in college i think he's in college in this or is he in between i I think he's in college in this oh yeah yeah, yeah, because because he's doing the paper on auto yeah the paper on auto we just don't see him in class that much because but but i said i said i'm practically spider-man because (laughs) i'm also a broke yeah you just don't have any of the cool powers or anything like that yeah (laughs) or a cool suit (laughs) <laughs> he stole that guy's pizzas <laughs> now okay i have a question to ask you because this is something i'm not even sure of well i think i'm sure of but d- i'm really is- hoping that this isn't the music's not bleeding from my headphones into the microphone <laughs> it doesn't hot. look like it is yeah hopefully not we have no way to turn it down At least I'm too scared to try to turn it down because it could ruin this whole commentary. Yeah, no yeah. point. Uh, yeah, what is a kid? Kids in New York throwing a ball around, anyways. Oh, I love how that guy <laughs> uh, opened the box. He got just mystery pizza. And he webbed up the pizza with his organic webbing, so that's you know extra gross. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a great part, and honestly, I don't know why he bothers to put the brooms and everything up just do that after you know what i mean yeah he probably could have gotten there in the 29 minutes if he had not wasted time with the the broom cupboard yeah there's um yeah (laughs) this is a whole minute here this is i've been through the struggle though trying to get everything into a broom closet and uh there's a uh emily dachanel Zoe Deschanel's older sister. Ah. And, yeah, I didn't know that for a long time. And she's totally a Karen in this. Yeah. Um, Also, her shirt weirdly kind of looks like the black suit. Just look at her shirt. I've always thought of this. Like, it has the webbing. Like, Come on, show the shirt again. Oh, yeah, pizza time. We missed that shit. We missed that. Uh, they didn't show it again, though. Damn it. They didn't show it again, but it totally has, like, the white webbing on a black. It's weird. Yeah. Damn. 233 Bleecker Street. Huh. That's where this pizza place is. Not too far. That's around where Dr. Strange lives, right? In the Sanctum Centaurum? Yeah, it's on Bleecker Street. It's on Bleecker Street, yeah. Uh, there we go. Still the best, Jameson. And the only. Yeah, yeah. I Jameson. like that they brought him back for uh, <laughs> J.K. Simmons. And I love how in the No Way Home version, he's, well, because, you know, it's with the times. He's like a Alex Jones type, you know. Yeah. Uh, crazy podcaster, internet guy. <laughs> Which he probably would be. It would take him a. I think he would make fun of it for a long time, but then he would realize how easy it is. Oh yeah! Like 
Uh, it's way easier than trying to run a as newspaper. As, as long <laughs> as uh, he can make sure everyone and he knows can say anything he wants. Spider Man's a menace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if if he finds out that's the best way, then he would totally do that. I don't think he's like one of the. I don't think he's like the newspaper guy in Superman that really cares about the integrity of the paper, the news. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Nah. He's a shice. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad guy. No, not the worst. At least this version. I think this, he's, wor- this he's version worse in No Way Home, game. actually. He's more insufferable in No Way Home. He is, yeah. This version of him isn't, isn't He's got like a bit of a heart. Always a bad guy. We'll see that. He doesn't rat out Peter Parker to the Green Goblin. He doesn't. In oh, and there's... One. What's her name? She's in The Hunger Games? Yeah. We've said this before, but um, she that's Betty Brant. Right. The character. Yeah. The actress is uh I can look it up. I do have a phone. It is twenty twenty two. Oh, what a nerd. <laughs> I love in this movie everyone just apparently one of those bags had a brick in it. Oh jeez. <laughs> because the it kind of bled over from the first movie where the crew just hated Toby. Oh yeah. Because he was yeah, a total that. dick back then. I heard he's a nice guy now and everything, but <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, someone asked uh, asked uh, Joe, what's his name? Angelo Lino, blah blah blah. Lino. Yeah, uh, I don't remember his last name. It's something. Yeah, he wanted to punch him in the. Or no, yeah, crew someone, member someone wanted offered him to pay punch him, him to punch him in the face during the the fight scene. With we already talked about yeah. this, but uh, Luckily, I really love. I really love him as Lizard. Oh yeah. I admittedly, when when No Way Home came out, um, I had totally forgotten that the lizard in the uh, Amazing Spider-Man was British. <laughs> no, yeah, he's yeah. British. He's Rise Ethan or Iphens. So, yeah, Dylan Baker, yeah, Doctor Kurt Connors, and then where is she, Betty? Br- Elizabeth Banks, yeah. God, oh, it was on the tip of yeah. my tongue. And here's his lame birthday party. I, no, it's wholesome. It's wholesome. I, I love but Harry. It's just like he's got two friends there and his aunt, which should be a grandma. Like, I this love- is my favorite Aunt May. Oh, yeah. Like, but 100%. let me just say here's let me just say something though. I it seems like she's a little too old to be his aunt. Yeah. She's more like a great aunt, if anything. Yeah. But she's the most accurate Aunt May. Oh, yeah. In fact, a lot of the Raimi movies, they get some things you know wrong from the comics, but as far as the actual characters go, extremely accurate. Yeah. And I, I, I love Harry in this because it's just every time he gets... That like is alone with. He's Peter. like Peter. You're you're my brother. You're my best friend. Well, fuck you. We're Spider. Yeah. He just immediately. Where's just... Spider Man, Peter? Where is he? Like here we go. <laughs> like they're having a good, meaningful conversation and then, about and then Octavius, <laughs> and then yeah, Oscorp. Yeah. And as soon as MJ and Aunt May leave the room, they leave, and then he's like, <laughs> "Now we're Spider-Man. Now I'm gonna ring into him." <laughs> Well, he's ringing into him about MJ already. And then... Um, there we there go. We Taking go. pictures, your friend. 
he's like acting like such a he's like acting like a nice guy. <laughs> he's luring him in. A nice guy who's like fr- Peter's friends, and then as soon as he has the chance, which <laughs> I mean, I get that he's mad because he thinks Spider Man killed his father, but does he not also realize that his father was a looning uh, maniac? I guess not. Yeah, because uh, it was clearly apparent. Like in the Thanksgiving scene and everything. And I feel like he must, I guess no one knows that he's Green Goblin yet. Yeah, I don't think. But Otto knew in No Way Home. Uh, But I guess he's smart enough to put two and two together. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. It's fairly obvious. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, I yeah, I, I like this part because yeah, yeah the, the guy that's flying around in the uh, Oscorp designed suit and glider yeah, and the guy that you already know acts like a maniac anyways yeah, um, this scene always hit me because it reminded me of all the times I visited my grandma. We had very similar kind of. N- not the same kind of conversation, but kind of same moments. Yeah. Where, you know, cause she was, you know, really poor and she'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I couldn't do more for your birthday and everything. Here's the little money. And I'd be like, Oh, you don't have to come on. Don't, yeah. but she would insist on it. And it's just like this. And, and yeah, it always reminded me of that. Yeah. Man, 20 bucks used to go a lot further in 2004, though. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't really know or had to care about it back then, but uh, trust me. 20 bucks. <laughs> Inflation's like a bitch. A 20 now. bucks barely does shit anymore. Yeah. I can't even get a. Dude, I can't even get half a tank. Fuck, I can't even. I can barely get a quarter a tank of gas for 20 bucks anymore. I mean, yeah, yeah it's going down now, finally. But when it was. Like over, like, cause I had to get unleaded plus, so I was paying five, like, oh, 30. Yeah. For yeah. gas, you know? Yeah, it's much simpler times back then. Before face, before the Zuckerberg zucked all over the place. Uh, <laughs> before, me. even though it was like the the eve of that, it was like right before yeah. social media was starting to come up. Before, right before, you know, no maybe. TikTok. Look, people just had awkward conversations in the backyard at nine o'clock at night yeah and i remember having awkward conversations <laughs> in the backyard i did at nine o'clock i did I too did. yeah even <laughs> yeah not long I, ago. I remember when i was a kid going out and playing in my backyard yeah and w- i would climb oh boy the tr- yeah I would climb the wait tr- wait colton oh boy yeah oh boy yeah all <laughs> oh, right yeah <laughs> that's but gonna I- be my new th- i'm gonna say that now <laughs> but i would climb the tree with an airsoft gun and shoot at my neighbor oh yeah <laughs> There because that's what that's, that's what you what would kids do. Did yeah. Now and one time, and now guys, my, my my sister who's like ten years younger than me would probably have a panic attack if she didn't have her phone on her. Right, it's sad, like, Colton. <laughs> God, so weird. Like every interaction with them, I think it's maybe a little bit better in this movie, but in the first one, it was super hella weird. Yeah, but. It's still kind of pathetic. 
And I guess that's the point. In in No Way Home, when he says that they made it work, I was kind of like in my back of my mind, I was like, bullshit. <laughs> you guys are like the worst. Well, also in a superhero. Movie. And you know, DM me, but uh, it's not just Peter just being like awkward and weird, and because he's Spider Man, he has to deal with all that shit, but. MJ's also kind of just a shitty person anyways, too. Yeah. So, like... And I, I, you know, I watched this whole trilogy recently uh, in my spare time, and... Oh, the whole trilogy. Yeah, the whole trilogy. Nice. And, and I realized, like, if you take into account Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3, 3 as well, that one... People like to go on about how MJ is a really toxic, like, girlfriend. Peter's not that much better. No, but like he, he he has an excuse because of the Spider Man. He's thing. A, he's just naive. He's very naive. He's not like yeah being intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's he's not helping but like, the situation. He, he is like in Spider Man Three. He is trying to give her advice and everything, but she takes it as he's like making it about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't think he means to do that. Yeah, no, but I think that. That's the worst one. I mean, but obviously when he gets the black suit and then I, he hits her and he I does really, his dance, yeah. then that's, yeah, obviously he's extremely dance. toxic in that. But before he uh, gets the black suit, I'm like, damn, like, come on, your boyfriend's saving uh, here's, the city. Here we go. Here we go. The best character in the entire <laughs> Spider-Man universe. <laughs> he's my uh, Steam avatar right now. It comes from the scene. I the actually really I like him. Uh, in Spider-Man Three, they show when Peter's like acting all weird and stuff. Mr. Dick. He seems to actually give a shit about Peter for a little bit. Yeah, I mean he's like, an he's... insufferable landlord. Like, yeah. <laughs> also, I saw this meme. In fact, I I saved it specifically for this, and it was amazing that I saw this uh, today. That's <laughs> Ursula Dickovich, and there's a great YouTube poop. Uh, by Spider Side, it's like 45 minutes long, called At Rinse End. I sh- yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've seen some of that together, but um, we, we it, I, sh- I should, Mr. Uh, Dinkovich is like the main villain, <laughs> but uh, I should change my Steam avatar to Ursula Dinkovich <laughs> so that when we're playing oh, online geez. together, people are, <laughs> but there's a lot of good Bully Maguire moments that come from this movie, uh, but. That's a good shot, actually. That's a really good shot. There's some good cinematography in I this really love the movie. color tones of the whole Rami trilogy. Oh, yeah. It's like this... Filmic. It's very... It's like that golden was hour... It fil- was it on like... film? Or did they go digital by this point? It, it still looks still, like film to me. It's still during an era where it's very likely they might have been on filming on actual I think film. they went digital in Spider-Man 3, yeah, maybe. But it's still, like, when this movie came out, it was still not uncommon for them to be using film. Well, you can... Because this is the 4K uh, upgrade, but you can still see the film grain. Yeah. So, which no, makes I mean, me... The whole, the whole trilogy has, like, that, like, uh, golden hour sunset, like, color tone to it. Yeah. And there's... I've been... There he is, Willem Dafoe. Uh, but I've been playing... Uh, excuse um, me? <laughs> fuck, Alfred Molina. I'm tired. I've been up since five in the morning. <laughs> so sorry. Am I, so have I. So we're sorry. in the same boat here. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. They're both amazing character actors, so well, I understand. <laughs> we got to cancel this podcast. I just canceled us. No, there's Alfred Molina... Character actor. He was the guy that died in the Jones in the beginning. Have you seen uh, 
Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nicholas. Is Alfred Molina the bad? He's the bad guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't wait for the mod that replaced. Oh, by the way, I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man PC. I just got that not yeah. too long ago. Been modding it, and you know, got a mod that changes the villain's music to the movie, the Rami, the Danny Elfman music, and all that. And I just, I know they're gonna attempt to put character actor Alfred Molina. To replace the Otto Octavius in that game. That'd be awesome. And I want it to happen, even if it's shitty. I, I want it. <laughs> How cool would it be if they, if they got to the point with the mods where they can just replace all the character models in that game? There's already with, a mod that replaces the all the villains with their... Characters. It replaces all the villains with their classic character models. Nice. There's already one. So I don't think I, we're too I, far off. I would off. totally want to play that game again. Especially and people are working on, they have a Tobey Maguire head. Nice. It's low quality. And then they have an Andrew Garfield one. You know, that, that's and like then an the area of modding. Tasm 2 suit and everything. I just really appreciate is like model swaps. <laughs> yeah. There's a mod I remember playing at, playing with in uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. That just I'm sure wrote... Beethoven slept before he wrote the fifth. I mean, just saying. Oh, yeah. Probably. Uh, but there's a mod I played with years ago with Grand Theft Auto 4 that replaces Nico's head with Jason Statham. <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> it just plays Jason Statham. That'd be good. Game. It was cool. But uh, uh, yeah. but there's a mod, because you were talking about the like the color tones, mm-hmm. like the, suns- the sunset. Uh, well, there's a mod. you got to get a, a reshader, but uh, it's a preset that makes it look like the Raimi movies. Oh, nice. And... You know, those kind of mods I don't need, but I might try it, but I would love to it's a little play around with the mods in that, but I don't think my, my computer could handle that game. Not quite. Yeah, I, I'm surprised I can get sixty frames and up. Yeah. Now my, my computer's um, not the worst computer out there, but it, it's it's not like a brick, but uh Yeah. It's not up to snuff with like modern gaming computers. Yeah. Or, you know. Poetry. So anything past 2015, 2016, my computer doesn't do super well with. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love this. I love this because Octavius talks, tells him about poetry. That's how he went over his wife. And then immediately, Peter's <laughs> mindset is, I'm going to immediately start reading poetry so then I can read it uh, or recite it to Mary Jane. <laughs> and that will automatically work. <laughs> oh, his socks. Stains his boxers. Yeah, red and blue. Pink with us. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have learned that by now, not to wash the... Jets, hold on. I didn't know that was by Jets. Maybe I'm thinking of a different band. I love a good montage in a scene in a movie. You don't see those as much. Yeah, they kind of gone out of style. When they play a song of the, I mean, they'll play songs of the era, but it's not. Yeah, they had a montage scene in Spider-Man: Homecoming. So many movies they'll play music, like you know, popular music, but it's not. It's more background. You know what I mean? <laughs> rent. This is a mo- rent. 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 But, uh, oh, yeah, the meme. So, Ursula Digvich, why she's better than MJ. Okay, so Mary Jane Watson versus Ursula Digvich. Mary Jane Watson, one, needs acting lessons. Ursula Digvich, one, is an excellent baker. 
Mary J. Watson left Peter when he needed emotional support. Ursula Divigich was there when Peter uh, was lonely and made him cookies with milk. Uh, Mary Jane uh, leaves Peter because this relationship with Gwen Stacy, that's in Spider-Man 3. And then Ursula uh, encourages Peter to call MJ despite having a major crush on him. Uh, MJ cheats on him with Harry Osborn. That's actually true. Kind yeah. of. Kind of. And then four, uh, Ursula, no other guys. Uh, Mary Jane uh, gets engaged to a rich, famous guy, but abandons him on their wedding day. That is very true. That happens in this movie. Right, yeah. But he's, uh, I want to say he's like a rich guy. He's an astronaut. But, uh, oh, Jameson's like son. Uh, this is just like the game, Colton, where you have to stop a... Oh, yeah, eat your, eat your green vegetables. Plenty of rest. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sick backflip. Uh, and then Ursula lives with Dad and doesn't abandon him. And then Mary Jane leaves Peter on voicemail. Ursula doesn't leave Peter on voicemail. So there you go. <laughs> this is so... <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that this is implausible, but it's so comic book. It's, oh, here's a great shot right here. It's a classic Spider-Man scenario. There we like, go. Just a classic Spider-Man scenario. Yeah. Stop the, the webs. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spectacular Spider-Man, the animated series. Yeah. There's a lot of shots and just direct... Uh, homages to this trilogy. Oh, yeah. In yeah. that series. And, you know, a lot of people say that's the best Spider-Man animated. Even though I really love the 90s one, too. Yeah. Those crooks have a pretty cool car. <laughs> well, it's a lowrider, you know? Yeah. Open top, which isn't convenient for them in this situation. No, but... He in, makes short in, work of them. In mid-2000s speak... That would have been Guys cool. in beanies and a lowrider means crooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, I, it, I don't know. I feel like that, that has racist undertones to it. Hey, they were but, white. <laughs> well, not this specific scene, but it, the... The, the low riders of well, guys in GTA in San Andreas. That yeah, was like guys all the, in beanies and low riders. That was all the buzz. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I made short work of those guys. Like it's a good action sequence. Like when he swang through the truck. Oh yeah. Uh, like but, the cops like I'll tow that car. He's, he's like, oh, and here uh, here we go. Bruce Campbell back again. Ah uh, yes. He's in a lot of Raimi's movies. Obviously, I loved, I loved his cameo in uh, Doctor Strange. That was great. Yeah. Uh, they made, you know, obviously they made Evil Dead together, basically in college, and uh, he's been a lot. And yeah, he's on Doctor Strange too, or Multiverse of Madness. And apparently, there was leaked um, concept art, not concept art, just uh, what do they call it? Like um, yeah, concept art. No, not concept art. It's not concept art. It's where you draw out the scene. Oh, storyboard. Storyboard, yeah. There's a yeah. leaked storyboard of him as Mysterio, and it was going to be revealed that he was uh, Mysterio the whole time. That's why he was always the same guy. Huh. Pranking, cool. pranking on Spider-Man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I love his face. I would, not, I would not give her a dollar. But I maybe, would also. Maybe I would. I, I would. Know. I would also. I, I know how it is for buskers. I would also appreciate <laughs> that someone's singing my theme song, even if it's poorly. I'm not talking about if I was Spider Man. No, I'm talking about if I was just like walking down the street. Oh and, yeah. And but if it was, was if you were Spider Man, they were singing your theme song. Oh yeah. You know. If if 
if I was walking down the street and someone was drink, uh, singing the Odd Drunk podcast theme song, <laughs> I would definitely tip them. Oh my, that would make my that would be day. really weird. That would uh, be extremely. <laughs> I would be concerned. Yeah, I'd be like, what? I'd be very concerned. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need meds? I would. I would probably uh, kind of bait them a little bit. I'd be like, what? What's that song from? <laughs> yeah. Try to get them to tell me about Oh, it. shit. Uh, I forgot <laughs> to mention. What are we drinking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're drinking a couple things tonight. I already finished it here. But I was drinking a Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing. Oh, that's a great... I love Kona Brewing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I also had... They were in my fridge. Uh, my girlfriend bought them. She didn't like them. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. But I'm drinking Man Paw. Oh, I love that The shot. hardest seltzer. It's so ramey. Ooh, nice. Oh, I've had Fruit Smash. It's another, like, ultra-hard yeah. seltzer. It was, like, 8%. This one's, like, 6, 6.9. Nice. Uh, it doesn't taste much like a seltzer, but it's okay. It's And then his webs go out. It's all, like, stress... Re- ouch. ouch yeah. It's all stress-related because he has, you know, organic web shooters, so, you know... I just love in No Way Home when he's like, yeah, you know, I did have a wet block, just existential crisis. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's like, oh, yeah, don't tell me. Oh, and don't the even ex- tell me about it. And the extended crisis. version they just released again in theaters, there's a part where uh, Andrew Garfield asks him, can I see the holes? <laughs> <laughs> and then Toby just kind of looks at him like, what the fuck? But, yeah, that's... An interesting take on it, because obviously they didn't go with the web shooters, but they had to come up with a way to... Oh, that's a great scene. You know, one thing... I oh, and that, let's talk about the suit, this version of the suit, which is the version they stuck with ever since. Yeah. Yes, it is the cleanest, uh, streamlined version, and I love it. It's got the brighter colors, but there is something about the first one that I... I like. The I really first like one because, because it feels a little bit more homemade. Slightly, slightly more. Homemade. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this is still like my mind's eye of movie Spider-Man, at least. Yeah, I do like one one detail I noticed in No Way Home was that when he's like in his uh, youth pastor, he rides with the crotch. Uh, oh, and isn't that guy the most two thousand four guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> the earring, the hair, very the hair. For a guy, <laughs> I'm a little bit offended because, like, other than the earring, I kind of dress like that sometimes. Yeah, but your tie doesn't match your. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't bother matching. Yeah, <laughs> that's just because I look. Okay, what kind of advertisement? Um, that that looks like um someone made a texture mod and it just replaces the whole wall. Oh yeah, they didn't. You know what? They I mean? didn't scale it properly. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, but who I, would, what I, kind I really of liked in that? No Way Home when he pulls down his collar and shows he has a suit underneath. It's like the low-rided collar. Yeah. Because like even though when he takes off his mask, it goes up onto his neck. In the scenes where you show him, it shows him like pulling his shirt off to like change. It's like a low-ride collar. Oh, is it? Yeah. I never noticed. Yeah. So it's like they're consistent with the what the suit looks like underneath his clothes. In No Way Home. Nice. Yeah, because there's a scene. There's a scene like at the end of Spider-Man One. They show him like running down the street, and he pulls open his shirt, and it's like the Spider-Man suit's like a low-ride collar, because so it hides underneath the collar of his shirt. Oh. 
which makes no sense because when he takes off his mask when he's in the suit, it, the collar goes higher up on his neck like a turtleneck. Wow. So where does that, Very little, fascinating, where does that little middle part come from? I, I don't know, Colton. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is where she leaves him on voicemail. Remember when people had answering machines? Yeah. I do remember. We had a home machines. phone, but I don't think we had an answering machine at home. Yeah, we had an answering machine. I don't think we ever had one. Yeah, I still have my my home phone number from when I was a kid. It is the uh, phone number I use for a city market when I'm getting my. Uh, there you go. <laughs> the city market rewards stuff, but it's a disconnected phone number now. <laughs> so you don't ever have to worry about getting like spam calls from them or anything asking about. Yeah, no, the no. deals or whatever. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, he tells her he's Spider-Man right here, but she doesn't hear it? I know, she just hung up on him, didn't she? Yeah. Dang. But uh, what is this jacket? I mean, it looks like a warm jacket. Yeah, it's like a parka. But it looks like type of a jacket I've never seen anyone wear. Yeah, it's like a parka type thing. It's got like <clears throat> It's clearly got like the type he of He is wearing the low collar. Yeah. But it the, the jacket's clearly got one of those things where it's like the hood can kind of fit into the collar, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Wait, did we miss his dad joke? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, anyways, it was such a dad joke about the I want a lab coat $20 like that. bills. So I got things to say about this. One, I love it. Uh, the the arms and everything. And back then, it was real arms, uh, puppets. They had to puppeteer them. They had like four guys on each one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's parts where it's CGI, and you can point that out. But. Um, Still very convincing here because it's practical. Now, I assume, now this is just an assumption, I assume this they didn't actually put the needles into Alfred Molina's spine. <laughs> I'm assuming that. But <laughs> who knows? And also, I love that this is his first time ever putting this thing on. Yeah, he doesn't, he didn't practice why, it Why did it have to connect to his nervous system? Why couldn't he just have a... Like a controller, like a PlayStation controller or Xbox. Uh, so he could control the arms telepathically. But what if he just died? Like, yeah, no, yeah. If... Well, he should have tested this first. Well, you don't, that's not really something you can test. I mean, once you put it in, it's in, you yeah. know? So he was just like, I'm just going to send this in front of so, a bunch of people. So is this like, he, he knew it was going to be permanent when he put the arms on. I guess so. And his wife was just like, cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't look like you can just, you know, and I love how the inhibitor chip thing is just like covered in plastic. Oh yeah. It doesn't have like metal shielding or anything. Not, not protected in any way. Like the arms. Yeah. They're like t- tiny, titanium plated or whatever. And then this part. So, <clears throat> He makes the fusion reactor. Well, he makes a sun. Yeah. And he's just going to 
Is this his job now? Just to gonna stand st- here? Yeah, stand there and... Tritium. That is or, real or, may- or maybe the idea is that this is the prototype, and once he knows that it works, he can then, like, work on creating a version that he doesn't have to stand there and work, like... Per- like that he can, like, Managing. replicate. Yeah. But, and I love that this is also... Because uh, I assume he hasn't turned it on before. Yeah. Because he... I guess he needs the arms, and he's got a steampunk goggles. But, um... Well, they're and, welding goggles, yeah. I know, but, you know. Which, that does make sense to wear welding but, goggles. But, uh... But nobody else has, like... Protection. They're protection. just standing there. It's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna make the sun. He needs... Yeah, he needs welding goggles, because he's standing and, like, staring at a sun, but... Nobody else has any... Yeah, I mean, they're not too yeah. much further than him. Yeah. And there you have it. Uh, so, his clap, jeez. That's such a meme. I've seen it in memes. There's a lot of memes from these. <laughs> but, yeah, so I now... What's the plan now? Yeah. <laughs> Just let it keep going? <laughs> Power of the sun. In the palm of my hand. <laughs> like, like if it didn't ha- go wrong, here, I love how he uses was that he just line. Gonna, was he going to shut it off for the, sh- like the presentation, or was he just going to like turn over his shoulder and be like, "You guys can go now." Yeah, I'm going to be here a while. Yeah, like, make sure nothing goes haywire, and it immediately goes haywire. Um, starts magnetizing everything. Sorry if your family heirloom just went and melted into the yeah <laughs> my little son. <laughs> what if this was all just a plot? So Lair would love Doc Ock. <laughs> Wait to steal their jewelry? I don't think that works out. Yeah, like what? What if what if the something he made wasn't like a real something and it was just like a big magnet for him to steal everyone's jewelry? Ah. <laughs> uh. I love this part. So he saves them. And then he says, (laughs) immediately, damn, that's a good suit. Big little solar flare. There we go. And geez, man. I mean, this good, this went to shit really fast. Ouch. Right now, nice. So did she just get, like, de- uh, killed? <laughs> it's going to be like, did she just get decapitated by the... No, Colton. By a big glass pane. No, it goes all the way in her brain, I assume, though. And there you have it. Oh, and I'm drinking. I forgot to mention... Uh, I just finished uh, from Upslope Brewing uh, their limited mango lime sour ale. That was delicious. And I've got some classic Coors Banquet. And also... I'll I'll trade you a hard seltzer for a Coors. I'm good. You sure? I'm seriously good. (laughs) I'm not... I don't know. Which flavor is it? Black cherry. Doesn't taste No, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. I don't like cherry stuff. It tastes more like Mike's Lemonade. To be totally honest, they're okay. That kind of interests me then. Here, you can take a sip from this one. No, that's okay. Right. <laughs> Cooties. 
And I've also got some Tennessee Fire from a few episodes ago. Nice. Or a couple episodes ago. Uh, oh, here's a great scene. This is the horror sequence. We, we had a lady at my store the other day who we do delivery, and she tried to order two of the one points, the big, really big bottles of Tennessee Fire. We didn't have them. And then she ordered a bunch of like the pint-sized bottles of Tennessee Fire. Oh, jeez. And I thought she was probably having like a party or something. Needed Tennessee Fire for some reason. No, no, she just. Nope. It's just one lady. For her. Yeah. <laughs> she knows what she wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, here's the Sam Raimi horror sequence, because he always has to have one oh, yeah. in all his movies. I love this scene. Um, and also, I think they would be at that a while with that saw blade. Unless they went, yeah, maybe in between. And there it goes. I love that this shows that he doesn't need to be conscious for the arms to be working. Yeah. Makes him dangerous. I also love that all the dangers... And it explains how he can definitely have a concussion from Spider-Man punching him. And still keep going. And still keep fighting, yeah. But, yeah, this is brutal. He murders all these doctors. Um, Oh, so this bit, it's a classic trick. But with her nails grinding on the floor. Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah. There we go. That's just wax on the floor. Oh, that make, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they just put like a coat That's of wax cool. on it or something. This guy. Oh, here's a little Evil Dead moment. Chainsaw. There you go. Nice. I mean, I love a good like good attempt. <laughs> but then they I all think go it's, at this it's guy. Really important. They all establishing <laughs> a villain in a movie that you establish them as like what like as like a bad guy, right? And a lot of Marvel movies do this thing where they they wait until like halfway through the movie to give you a scene like this where the bad guy does an evil thing. But this is introduced fairly quick. Yeah, and it gives you a scene right off the bat that shows well he just murdered a bunch of people. Well, he didn't. Yeah, the arm, the tentacles did, because this, because Otto was never a bad guy, but then <laughs> that reminds me of the Doc Darth Vader uh, scene. Oh yeah, but it's like a mad science like monster, you know, like Frankenstein's monster. I really like the take of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, when he flips the taxi and that poor driver, <laughs> shit. <laughs> And that oh that guy there was a guy in there. Did you see that? There was a guy yeah. in that car. He, he he smashed. Well, I imagine you know you know how like later in the movie he shows up and everyone's like standing around just watching him fight Spider Man. Yeah. Right. I imagine like if you were in that taxi that he flipped over, if you survived, you probably would have learned your lesson right now. And if you saw him come around the corner, you would be like, "I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> yeah. Man. Like. <laughs> and he found this. I mean, he found this like really. Uh, Decrepted uh, port or whatever. It's a good, good evil guy. No, it's a perfect evil like, layer. Layer, yeah. Um, That's really important is to have a layer if you're a villain. But I, so I love how threatening he is and powerful he is in this. But then in No Way Home, oh, Tom Holland just hooks up the Bluetooth and has control of. <laughs> It's like, damn, that's probably Dr. Octopus. I've Lame seen crap. I have seen people. Wait, wait, wait. Like- Dr. Strange. <laughs> and that 
taken. Obviously, it's a coincidence because they didn't plan all this shit out way back then. There was no MCU. But it's super freaking just cool that they do a Doctor Strange reference in Spider-Man 2. And then Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange is the crux of the whole plot. And he brings the villains from this universe in. And you have J.K. Simmons. Yeah. It's just synergy, Colton. Don't (laughs) I love that. I love how he just interrupted him immediately. I think there's a meme right here. (laughs) Pay me advance. (laughs) I see that meme everywhere. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I love that. <laughs> Great. Here we go. I've never had a boss that's one. Here's his monologue. Advance. Here's his monologue. I wonder if um like, Yeah, Rosie's dead. Uh, this is great. He's so great. I wonder how much of a priority he put on finding a cool like trench coat. Like, well, the costume, like a good, cool costume to wear. The costume team did that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean not like, Alfred Molina. I, no, I mean, I mean. Oh, Doc you're talking Ock. in universe. In universe, Doc Ock, because he, you have this scene, <laughs> and the next time you see him is when he it goes looks to, like a wool. He goes to rob the bank, and he's wearing a cool like trench coat. Oh yeah, he's wearing a really in a fedora. Yeah, like lady. <laughs> Did he, uh, like, did he go out and like steal a trench coat? And a he fedora? must have. He had to have. Like, yeah. Where did he? Or no? It? Did he go and buy it with <laughs> yeah. the tentacles? No, he or, stole it. Or did it. he have it in his apart or his house, and he just went back to his house? Maybe that's a possibility. But, but if I that's feel... the case, why didn't he go back to his house now? Well, because he had to. He had to hide. <laughs> he had to hide. I mean, he's a man with four giant tentacles he also on did, him. Like. It's not the most inconspicuous, you know. And he did murder like he's probably eight, at least eight people already. Yeah, probably wanted. Well, he probably left no witnesses. Yeah. Well, I mean, no witnesses. But when the police show up and see, hey, everyone, a bunch in of this, dead surgeons. All of these surgeons are and the taxi murdered, drivers. Um, and uh, the patient isn't here. Maybe we find out who was the patient. Yeah, yeah. They would find out. They would, at they least, would find out. He would at least be wanted for See, they. I, I love the AI here with the arms because they're the one that tells them to steal things and to be a criminal. Yeah. I, I love that. It's It's really weird and zany because it's like. I love this they, shot here. Their goal yeah. is to build the sun. But they're like, we're going to be cool while we do it. Yeah. And we're going to rob a bank just like... We're going to do crime. We're going to do crime. We're going to rob a bank just like in GTA. (laughs) And that scene's coming up, actually. Um, Oh, he's in Community. Yeah, Joe McHale. Yeah. Joel McHale. Yeah, right, sorry. Him and Emily Deschanel both got a lot bigger roles now. Um, I, I'm watching this series. It's really not that good, but it's fun. Uh, Devil in Ohio and Emily Deschanel's like the main one of the main characters in that. Oh. And um, it's cool to see like kind of where actors kind of get their start, where they get a little small role and then they eventually yeah. land. You know, they land the role they wanted. 
He's or maybe st- not the role they want. He's but in stuff every once in a while now. But yeah, he's in not, a lot of stuff. He's not in a lot of stuff nowadays. Well, but he is in a lot of stuff, though, just not nowadays. Yeah. Um, His biggest role was community. He and also, yeah, Rosemary Harris, Aunt May. Oh, here we go. Yeah, the fedora, the yeah, trench coat. where did he get that? Like... <laughs> And banks don't just have a vault out in the open like that. But this is what I love about it. It's so comic book. You know what I mean? This is exactly what you would see in a comic book. Yeah. It's a giant vault door. It's very interesting because in one instance, they kind of ground it in reality of the suit designs and everything. But then the actual acting and action of it is comic book. That is a super cool trench coat, yeah. I gotta say. Milady. I definitely want one just like it. <laughs> I Doesn't nev- come with arms, though. I would never wear it because... Oh, I would wear it. I would totally wear I, it in the winter. I probably wouldn't wear it that often. Oh, and I love how they movie. have golden, like, doubloons. Yeah, what? <laughs> gold coins. It's like Scrooge McDuck, you know? Just, yeah, like a big pile of gold coins and bags in the vault. That's how Banks operates. So his powers are kind of bad, but not really all the way? <laughs> yeah, he's just having um, trouble with his powers. <laughs> I love the moment for me. <laughs> oh, this is a good bit. See, Toby, people, you know, yeah, Andrew Garfield probably had the best one-liners to Spider-Man, but Toby, there's like a certain kind of corniness to it that really fits in with Spider-Man. Yeah. And... It just works, and I, th- I think I think Toby and and Andrew Garfield have some of the best like one liners. Well, here's but because it comes off as like like Toby's actually joking around. With yeah, him. Tom and, Holland has some good one liners, but and then Andrew off, can be a jerk yeah. a lot of time. But like, here, I've uh, said this. Be- I'm pretty sure I've said this before on the podcast, but I've said it outside of the podcast. To me, Toby McGuire. It's to Spider-Man as Christopher Reeves is to Superman. Like, yeah. they're the iconic classic versions. You know what I mean? Not that there's not just as good actors like Andrew or Tom or like in the case of Superman, Henry Cavill. And even Brendan Ralph did pretty good. But, you know, yeah, like this is my first experience with Spider-Man. And, oh, this is such a great scene on the building Butterfingers. Man, <laughs> like be that. glad he didn't. Gwen Stacy, Aunt May there. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, she no, hooks I, on the statue. I think that Tom Holland has some good one-liners, but it comes off... Oh, there's Stan. Stan, yeah, he gets a quick yeah. little... He didn't really have a big big cameos back in this era, but he was always in them. Yeah, he was still there. His yeah. first cameo was in The Trial of the Incredible Hulk in 1988, I believe. Yeah. And Daredevil was also in that. Sorry, phone. That's a cool ringtone, but Thank it better you. not bleed into the thing because well, that's fine. Should be copyright. But this free. is a good it's, fight. It's okay, the, it's the Liberty Bell and the CGI. <laughs> you know, it's dated, but it still works. You know it, what I mean? Like it it's not works, too distracting. Yeah. Like I'm not like, ugh, that's so bad. They they apparently this uh, was 2004. They like. Oh, and he, dude, for the CGI on the arms, I love the fighting in this. This is the best fighting. Besides so, the Green Goblin fight, yeah, it's so good. So for the CGI artists for the arms in this, apparently they like, oh, studied something. the movement of snakes. That makes and sense. And use that as reference. And octopuses, obviously, well, no, no, I would they, assume. Specific, no, not octopuses. Snakes. Snakes. 
Because huh. the arms don't move like an octopus's arms. Because the octopus is fluid. Yeah, they move you know. like snakes. Yeah, like that makes four sense. Individuals. Yeah. Oh, this is such a great part. And when I, I remember when I saw this with my dad, he was like, oh, that's like Superman right here when he does the slingshot. Yeah. Dang. No, but, uh, Why didn't it? Oh, yeah, he did try to use that on Tom Holland, but it hit his nano suit. Yeah. No, I was, I was saying like Tom Holland and totally. has some really good one-liners, but it comes off more like Tom Holland just likes to talk a lot while he's fighting. No, not like he's actually Toby Spider-Man is... For the most part, very serious when he's yeah. fighting. He's it, a brawler. Yeah, it, he Tom he throws punches. Tom Holland doesn't come off as quippy. He just talk, comes off as he just talks a lot while. But fighting. like until the but, fight, wait, he, he's actually quippy. Until here. the fight with Green Goblin, with Tom Holland, he doesn't really throw big punches. No, no, not really. He doesn't really need to until then. But Toby's. When he's fighting a villain, he's going full force. I mean, I mean, his first villain was Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah, so like, he had a right of passage. Brawl real quick. Yeah, and he's a good bro. And great, great scene. But uh, like that still holds up. That totally oh, still yeah. holds up. Yeah. But um, yeah, Toby is a brawler. His Spider Man, and um, and I love that um. Well, here's something I wanted to say about that fight and the future fights. And also in the extended edition, they extend on basically all the extended parts is the fights. Yeah. And there's a part where um, they go into that uh, building during, I think during that scene and Toby, Spider-Man's just pummeling Doc Ock in the face. And there's another part. Well, I'll save it. But, um, in the comics, they kind of actually they do address this a bit, but let's be real. Doc Ock, yeah, his arms very powerful and everything. They very strong and they can stretch. Whatever, have all the different little hidden knickknacks. But Otto is just a human, ma- just a man in his forties, yeah, or his fifties. <laughs> There's nothing changed about his physiology. Like Green Goblin, okay, he basically had like kind of a super soldier serum situation, um, so it makes sense why he can go toe to toe with Spider Man. Yeah, but realistically, if Spider Man punched Doc Ock in the head, he would he could kill Doc. He Ock. would kill him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in one punch, if it was a big serious punch, and those look like serious punches to me. Um, oh yeah, you- and. And Toby, I don't want to. Toby wanna, doesn't look like he holds back. I don't want to plagiarize. I don't want to plagiarize here because uh, the Weekly Planet said the same thing. But our Mister Sunday movies in the Weekly Planet, but um, he should have never landed a punch. Yeah, the tentacles sh- should have blocked it every time or something. The, the, yeah. Although the, it would make more sense. It, wouldn't way, it be but, as cool? I mean, yeah. I do like that they brawl, but. Um, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, Spider-Man could just kill Doc Ock. I mean, but it also is canon in the comics that he holds back his punches. But like you said, I really don't think Toby is. <laughs> I think, yeah, no. <laughs> I, at least especially he, when Doc Ock's going after Aunt May. Yeah, no, he's, oh, he's not, he doesn't strike me as he's concerned about that type of thing. Oh, here's a great James Franco, Harry Osborne moment. And we know about the sub James Franco, we're just trying to enjoy the movie here. <laughs> Nothing actually happened, but it was just very creepy, bad stuff that you shouldn't do. 
Nothing was nothing was ever confirmed, but he did pay people off, which does not look good. All we what well, what um. we what we do know is that he was talking with underage uh, minors. Yes. Yeah, and and he um, and he paid them off basically, which does, does it, that doesn't make you look innocent. No, but not as far as we it. know, nothing actually yeah happened. Um, but also, have, you, have you heard that he's going to play? I heard he is making a comeback again. He's going to play Fidel Castro. And here's... Hmm. <laughs> I, I knew that would well, stop here's the you thing. for a second Even there. with the allegations... <laughs> allegations side, and I know it's bad. You should never talk to underage, especially if you know. Yeah, I can understand if you don't know. But in this day and age, it's pretty easy to find out. Yeah, I've, I've, but I've, I've known a couple people where, like, they've been, they out, did. Or they've been out in the town and they were talking no, with yeah. someone. No, yeah, there's nothing and they wrong didn't with realize they were underage. Yeah, there's. But those people, as soon as stopped. they realized, were like, oh shit, I'm out of here. Leave me alone now. Bye. Like, but, you know, James Franco being a rich, esteemed actor. And here's the thing it's so hard for me because, one part, I think he's really. Before the allegations. He's really become a well-rounded actor. Like I think he's, his, a, he's a great actor. His role yeah. as um, he was Tommy. Oh, Wise. here he is. Tommy, Tommy was that was great. We watched that together. Oh, he um the um disaster artist. <laughs> I like in this. He he didn't even like butter. No, he immediately before. started into Just, it. Where's Spider Man? Because he's drunk. <laughs> and. Next, next time I see, he's next, such a dick. Next like, time why I would see you be you friends with this? He, he slaps him. He slaps him twice here. Watch, like, dude. He, Toby, I mean, Peter Parker is showing so much restraint <laughs> because he could totally just like flick him in the head and just knock him out. Oh yeah. But yeah. no, he. Spider Man is strong enough. A flick and in also, the forehead would he, knock you out. Yeah. Also, I love that because I think in the first movie he would have dodged it because it's just his natural reflex. I think by now he learned. Not to show his powers off because he's better at controlling his powers. When he first got point, his powers yeah. in high school, it was just a natural knee jerk reaction with uh, Flash. Yeah, yeah. But this, he's he like, knows, he knows how to blend. And this, it. he's like, I gotta take the hit because if I do a cool move, Peter, then or, that's yeah, gonna yeah, draw yeah. suspicion. Yeah. He'll, but also, what Harry an asshole! Would definitely be like, what the fuck was that? So he's yeah. This is his existential crisis. He's really depressed here, and yeah, just. I love the suit. I think. Jackson, see, ne- here's, next time I walk into a people bar, are kind of divided on this. Ne- next what do you I, think of his lenses, his eyes, the Spider-Man eyes? For one, I really like him. I like him. I don't think that's what like the. I really like Tom Holland's lenses because they move and they have the more classic look with the comics, yeah. but with this this suit. It's just a really. It has an intimidating look because I mean, it's like, these sharp. Like you said, it's he's like the Christopher Reeves, but for Spider-Man. You yeah, know? it's the Christopher Reeves Superman suit. Honestly, is stupid, but I no, love it's it. not. Hey, Colton, yeah. I, I have to disagree with you on that one. The Christopher it's, Reeves Superman suit is the most accurate Superman suit we've got. But it's still stupid. Well, because the Superman suit is. <laughs> yeah, but I love of. it though. I love it though. Does it's, it have the emblem on the cape? No, it doesn't have the emblem on the cape. Are you sure about that? Well, I could be wrong about that. Because that's how I prefer my Superman capes. Oh, audio went out. <laughs> huh? I'm going to look this up because I audio on my... On the oh, that's okay. Yeah. I. Uh, there we go. Um, but yeah, I prefer my Superman capes with the emblem on the back. Just like Spider-Man. He has the logo on the back as well because 
if you see him from behind, <laughs> that's what she said. But no, no, it does not. You know have he's Spider-Man. On the cape. It doesn't. No. I swear to God, it did. I guess there's a version of it that does. I'm pretty but, sure it does. Okay, so there, yeah, a, it does. At least in one of the movies, it does. Maybe in I'm, two. I, I'm seeing versions where it doesn't. So maybe it's like like in some of the movies it does, but some of it it doesn't. Well, either way, that's how I prefer my Superman. I actually I agree with that, first yeah. I thought it was stupid. Like, well, why does he need the emblem on the back? But it's kind of the same situation with Spider Man. You yeah, know who it is. Boy. It's a great suit, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be, you know, the kind of corny comic book suit. Yeah. It's just a spandex. They don't add, they just <laughs> directly take the comics and put it on screen. That's the thing. The thing is, that's not always a and, good thing. No, but here's opinion. the deal. That's what yeah. always people want. But as soon as they do that, then they're like, that's lame. People don't like with, know uh, what they Like want. with Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be in She-Hulk at some point, probably the last episode. We know how these shows go because they're really, some of them are okay. Some of them are not that good. But with the Disney Plus Marvel shows, because I'm going to be real, a lot of them kind of been disappointing me lately. Moon Knight kind of disappointed me. Yeah. I loved o- Oscar Isaac's performance. Oscar Isaac's amazing it, in everything. But he does. <laughs> they didn't go as hard into the brutality. And I don't know. It just felt a little rushed at the end. Yeah. But uh, the thing about it uh, is with She Hulk, Daredevil has his yellow and red suit. Yeah. Which is his first appearance suit. Yeah. And people always been saying, oh, I would love to see that and everything. But as soon as they do it, now they're like, you should go back to the red or yeah. red and black. People, the thing is, black. People, people don't know what they want. And as soon as they get that's, what they think they want, then they want something else. Yeah, that's why That's why Marvel uh, has uh, people who are in charge of like. Now, this is kind of th- right here. This is kind of a Ben Solo, Han Solo moment. Where yeah. it's not actually the ghost of Uncle Ben, it's the memory of Uncle Ben. I think I'm ninety percent sure. <laughs> it is a Sam Raimi movie, so you never know. It could be the ghost of Uncle Ben. <laughs> I think I think you're right, though. I think, <laughs> but I think he's just kind of thinking about this moment and like, what would Uncle Ben say? You know, that kind of thing. And yeah, best Uncle Ben, and I love Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen's Apocalypse Now, yes. But his Uncle Ben, which he was a good Uncle Ben, but for some reason they were too scared to use the great power uh, comes great responsibility line. And it comes across as uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movie where he's just like, "If, if you have an ability... You ought to use that ability for really good. Use that line in that movie. No, though? they didn't. Oh. He goes around it. He says like, if you have, if you're, if you're a powerful person, you ought to use maybe, that power maybe, for a good. Maybe I reason. didn't notice that because I kind of just tune out Uncle Den, Uncle Ben deaths at this point. Well, in, in that movie, there it, it was really quick on his death. Like he gets shot, and it's just it's there. A, it is. It's an underwhelming death scene. It, he, it's literally. I like he, Martin Sheen. I like that version of Uncle Ben. And I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and we're gonna get to yeah. those eventually. But um, he gets shot, and he's like, "Oh, I'm shot," and then he's Spider-Man. Also, and, also and the circumstances this series, are not as, are not as cool. Oh, and this here we go. This uh, this is the iconic shot rep, uh, replicates the comics of Spider Man No More, where he throws it in the suit in the trash bin. Oh yeah, 
um, how it wouldn't the, lenses, the lenses. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, what do you, no, I, BJ Thomas reading jobs in this scene. Uh, this is where we get the hot Jack, dog. Jackson, I, I was going to, yeah. to, I was trying to say earlier though. <laughs> uh, next time I walk into a bar and you're there and I'm a little drunk, a little swifty, I'm going to walk up to you. <laughs> you're like, where's Spider-Man Jackson? <laughs> he killed my father. Where is he? Where's your friend? <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. Like, oh, he doesn't have his powers. Now he's carefree. He's a nerd again, but he's happy about it. Um, do you like him more when he's sad or more when he's happy? He looks so punchable when he's happy. But he's punchable in both phases. It's why I like him as Peter Parker, though, is because he's so punchable. He's the most unassuming guy. He's just yeah. a normal Peter looking... Parker is supposed to be... And not that Toby's like an ugly guy. guy or any, he's like a pretty handsome dude, like for our standards, but... Yeah. Like compared to Andrew Garfield, I mean oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield like is a model he basically. Would blend in, but he's just a well. no- the hot dog. Yeah, I love. <laughs> Apparently that was a vegan. It was a uh, tofu dog. Oh. He's not a monster, Colton. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, was, I was not questioning that based off of well, the you know the allegations. But uh, I love the memes, and of he the was going to be the lizard yeah. at some point. Obviously, he's missing yeah. an arm. He's Kirk Connors, but. And he's going to his classes. He's doing good. Like I've never had a professor I hate it. chase me down after class and say, excellent work, keep it up. I actually have. I've never had a professor Not chase do me that. down after class, but it was actually, and I hated this class, but I did good in it because I had to do good in it. You know what I mean? Uh, it was in business writing uh. or whatever it was called. I forget what it was called now, but I got an A in it. But um, <laughs> the professor, I bumped into him and he was like you know what when you first started you were kind of having trouble but you've really picked up you're doing good and that was like that moment for me that's that's professor speak of saying when you first started i thought you were an idiot (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but well no turns out you're not no he's a he was a more genuine professor out of a lot of professors (laughs) i had because he knew that a lot of us was taking it just because we had to it was a credit we needed and i've had professors like be nice to me and like say good job. And there's professors I have a close relationship. No, with. but like you bumped but into like, him after class. Yeah. I've never had a professor like in the hallways be like, you did good in class today. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have a couple, that. honestly, cause my, one of my poli sci professors, one of my main ones that I had for a lot of my classes, he, he was in the first part of my seminar. Um, he's just a really nice guy. And me and him would talk for a while after class. I don't know. Oh, I've talked with professors. I have, but I know what you mean. Like yeah. chase you down and be like, yeah. The the most like thing related to class a professor has said to me in the hallways. I've had professors pass me by and be like, "Are you done with your paper yet?" Yeah, but here's <laughs> the bit where um. Now, yeah, in this scenario, um, Peter is being very clingy and weird because she's about she's getting married, and he's like, "But I'm different now." It's like, man, a little too late. And also, I mean, there's other fish in the sea, man. I mean, he's so hung up on Mary Jane. Yeah. But that is like Get the comics. Get over it, Peter. That is like the comics, though. He is hung up on Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, after Well, flaws, after Gwen Stacy dies. But the, Gwen Stacy doesn't show up until Spider-Man 3 in this. Yeah. And what's it's, funny, it's, though, it's what's so weird. Flaws, and I'm sure like, I'm going to repeat it when we do Spider-Man 3. Because I'll have to. Um, Gwen Stacy... 
is Mary Jane in this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she acts much. just like Mary Jane from the comics. Yeah. The whole vibe. No, uh, no, I mean... But uh, this Mary Jane, not that she... Exa- she doesn't really act like Gwen Stacy from the comics, but she's not as, like, as carefree and wild as the Mary Jane in the comics. Yeah. When we get the Gwen Stacy played by... Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, oh, mm-hmm. she is like the Mary Jane from comics. And that yeah. always threw me off. I was like, man, they like got it reversed. No, I, um, I, I kind of wanted to say like, you know, Peter's hung up on Mary Jane. And I love how he had his which, glasses off for that. It's kind of like a thing that I like about Peter Parker as a character is he's not a perfect guy. He's, he's a character that you have moments in the story where you go, no, Peter, stop. Like, well, you're yelling a- at him. At, you're yelling at the screen. Well, be like, that's exactly what Spider-Man's about. I mean, yeah, he because he's, he, he's he's realistic in that way. Yeah, when he puts on the suit, he's a righteous, you know, but hero. He doesn't, he doesn't but always do everything you when, want him to do because he's a when he's out of the suit. Well, he's a real person. For one, he's supposed to be a twenty-ish-year-old guy, even though he's like closer to thirty in this. But um, he's got real life problems and he's not perfect. And he has those like urges and stuff, but, uh, and I love this guy that (laughs) brings a suit. (laughs) Give him a hundred bucks and a bar of soap. Do they have bars of soap hanging around in New York at at, at their office? I guess, I guess that's unless you had to like go to the local market, which he would totally make her do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Spire- definitely and Spider-Man No More, that's the comic. Yeah. Um, she actually does better on this version. She's practiced. Yeah, she's not you know quite what I mean? as out of tune on the singing. Yeah. yeah. She is just plucking one note on the violin, oh, yeah, and that's which makes crazy. me wonder, did they... Did they just... Oh, and I forgot to mention get, like, Ted Raimi. He's the... Give her a violin and say, hey, do this thing. I don't know how that's okay. This remind there's actually a scene in the new Spider-Man game, but it's with Miles, and he walks by a guy getting beat up. Nice, yeah. But it's before he has the powers, but he wants to do something about it. I love Miles Morales. He's a great character. And I believe the great the gravestone looks just like that in the game. Actually, oh wow, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of homages in that. Um. I will say the glasses make him look younger. They do, yeah. Interesting. Typically, glasses would make you look maybe older. But I guess it depends on the lenses, you know. Or not the lenses, the frame. The Depen- frame. Yeah, it depends on the frame. Anyways, I have some trivia. Uh, this is from earlier when he flipped over the car. So at around 20... This is from IMDb. At around 24 minutes, when Peter flips over an oncoming car, Tobey Maguire performed a stunt himself. Ooh. A stuntman also performed it, but Sam Raimi thought Maguire's looked more natural, so he used his instead. Well, of course, his nice. would look more natural because it's him. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I mean, on wires and everything, but still. Like he didn't actually act- flip I over. I like it when actors do their own stunts. Well, uh, speaking of which, uh, Rosemary Harris, Aunt May, uh, enjoyed doing her own stunts. Nice. And you can tell, like, that's her in the the sequence, the wall sequence. Yeah. Um, but Alfred Molina didn't because he claims he's not very good at them and he doesn't want to take work away from real stuntmen. Yeah, that's respectable, too. 
don't know. I hit or miss on like actors doing stunts. Uh, recently, been in the news a lot. Brendan Fraser is making a little bit of a comeback. Oh, this um, would have been so good. And, and Brendan Fraser has been the on whale. record. Yeah, but he's been on record saying that like he had to get cert, like spinal surgery because of his injuries from doing his the own mummy. stunts on the mummy. And yeah. Stuff. It was Cause bad. he was so insistent on doing his own stunts. And, and that's awesome. But yeah, it really fucked him up though. Yeah. Oh and yeah, this is when he tells her about what really happened here. I'll be quiet on this scene so you guys can enjoy it. I'm going to drink my beer. That is a moral question there. Like, Legitimate moral question. Are you responsible due to inaction? The law says so. <laughs> the law does, but like, I mean, like, mor- but morally, but yeah. morally, yeah, yeah. If, if you had, you have the chance to stop someone from dying and you don't, are you responsible for their death? That's a, but that's unknowing though. He didn't know. He had no yeah. idea that would have happened, but, but, but nonetheless though, I think it's, you know, your fault if you know the consequences, but if yeah. you don't know, I don't think you can hit, put that on it's, somebody. It's like, are you familiar with the trolley? Uh, yeah, the trolley yeah, problem. The trolley problem. Yeah, there's. Um, uh, but that's a completely different scenario, though. But, you, no, you know, but 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 it it falls into the same situation where so the trolley is going towards. You can redirect it to run over, group, like let's say one guy or a group of no, people. No, no. Well, the trolley question is: it's going towards a group of people. If you do nothing, it will run over all that whole group of people. You or you can divert it yourself to only run over one person. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. So, but if you don't do you, anything, yeah. So, are is it are you more morally responsible for the deaths of that whole? But group you know of the outcomes in that due to your inaction, or is it worse to due to your action cause someone to die? That's that's the question. Well, and but this scenario is different though because he didn't know. Yeah, he had. It was an unforeseen uh, circumstance, but you know, you would still be wondering. <laughs> or, or, or I, I did, I did see someone because on, uh, the chances of Uncle Ben being there and getting killed. I mean, he that probably never crossed his mind. You know, what I, I mean? did, I did see online. Oh, and he's building this. And I love, I love the design. How of that. did he built that quick? I know he's got the arms, but so he stole the money and then he just. Bought the equipment? I suppose he did, yeah. That is that's presumably idea. on the black market. Maybe that's why he needed presumably a lot yeah. of money. Or maybe he got some homeless people and said, Here's fifty bucks, go buy it, go to the hardware store for me. Like, <laughs> I don't like, know if you like, can like, find here's, that. Here's the money, store. go to the hardware store. You can keep fifty bucks for yourself. If you don't come back, I'll kill you. That looks like in my like DARPA, like I don't know technology. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. No, but oh, um, here's a good bit. I I did see a video uh, online of these people built a model train where it had two tracks and they got it so the train uh, drifted on both tracks and this person was like, uh, "There's the solution to the trolley problem. Just do a sick drift and kill everyone." <laughs> <laughs> um, leave no witnesses. Yeah. Uh, so Alfred Molina, yeah, yeah, no Molina lost some weight for the role of Doctor Octopus, considering he had to gain some for the part of Diogo Rivera and Frida. Um, he said he wanted Doc Ock to have the build of a 1950s weightlifter. I'm, yeah, that's. I can see that. Yeah. He's kind of got that like he's. Oh like, shit. He's not jump like, scare. He he's definitely got that look of a. He's not skinny and su- or super buff, but he's not like. 
He's not just like a slob. Yeah, he doesn't have like excess weight on him. He's just just a bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah. That is a cool coat. I. I also like James Franco. You're a hack. It'd look cool if James Franco in in that suit he's wearing wore an overcoat like Doc Ock's coat. That'd be a cool like mobster look, right? <laughs> oh, here's a really good fun fact. So in the scene where Jameson offers uh, the homeless guy fifty bucks for the costume, he replies, "I could get more for it on eBay." Well, in 2001, four Spider-Man costumes were stolen from the set the first Spider-Man movie. They were eventually recovered after an 18-month investigation and the arrest of a former movie studio security guard and an accomplice, while Columbia Pictures offered $25,000 for information leading to their return. Movie memorabilia wow. experts estimated the value of the costumes about 50000 each. Wow, wow. I mean, this was during... It was about this period, maybe just. Oh, and have you this. seen the bloopers on this scene with the? Oh yeah, <laughs> the whiskey. So there, there's. It was about the, that about the time this movie was coming out, maybe a little bit before it was the time where people were starting to take movie props and costumes seriously as like things worth money, you know, for because throughout most of film history, movie props and costumes were treated like you made them for the movie, and once the movie was done being made, you threw them away, type of thing. And it was maybe in the 90s and early 2000s that they started treating them like they're worth money. So that would, that would make sense that this would be like Columbia Pictures wanted to pay to get them back type of thing. Oh, yeah. That's cool. This movie took the record for the highest one-day opening on Wednesday from Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Wow. Beat it. It's impressive. Yeah. Lord and I, yeah, Return I love this bit because one of the most highest grossing movies when, I know. when it came out. Yeah. It was like, but I think this did be the billion or something like that. Not opening day. You mean overall? Overall, yeah. That was its box office overall. I can't decide whether I like this movie or Return of the King more. They're both just. Among my favorite Very different movies. movies. Yeah. But yeah, I love this whole bit where he saves her without his powers. Because in the first one, it's the same scenario, and it's easy. Because he's Spider-Man. He swoops Except in. the part where Green Goblin is Well, there. the Green Goblin, the fight. Yeah. But he swoops <laughs> in, he saves the baby. But in this one, he's just a man. <laughs> a man yeah. in his early 20s. But he's a good guy, so he he does his best. Even a regular person can be a hero. Yeah, exactly. That's just, the point you, of it. You just might die in the process. Yeah. If you're not really careful. If not from burning in flames, from uh, suffocation, from the flame. I mean, from the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> or from Willem oh, and I love how she jump- helps him here. Or from Willem Dafoe jumping out and throwing knives in your face. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's a that's a rare occurrence in fires, but it can still happen. <laughs> yeah. There's at least so Spider-Man Two case. ended up making seven hundred and eighty-nine million. That's that's very respectable, at least for that time. Oh yeah, now that's Nowadays, like ugh. it's crazy how much Marvel movies and make. its budget was two hundred million. So yeah, it's it made that's its money definitely back. A, yeah, dang, two hundred million. I'm curious since we were talking. I about love how that guy says it right in front of him. It's like, uh, 
since we were talking about the Christopher Reeves Superman movies, I'm kind of I'm gonna look this up. I'm curious about like the the budget on those, like how and then how superhero movies have gone up in budget, like said you know over the years. Well, inflation too. Um, oh, and yeah. Ah, uh, oh, Superman, nineteen seventy eight was a fifty five million dollar budget. Yeah, now that would be considered low budget, or not yeah. low budget, but that would be considered. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Putting knives inside Doc Ock's tentacles was Sam so Raimi's idea. So fifty-five million dollars in nineteen seventy-eight has the buying power of today's equivalent of two hundred and forty-nine million dollars. <laughs> oh wow! According to yeah, Google, inflation. According to Google, I know inflation is not an exact. Like it's, it's no, it's an it's, estimate. It's difficult to say exactly. That's why. That's why you know. Uh, uh, as, okay, as, so remember as earlier, a his, as a history ma- major, we've had questions from people being like, "What was what was like twelve dollars in eighteen thirty compared to today?" And like the 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 shorter answer is so like, it's hard. It's really hard to say. Um, <laughs> and remember earlier, the Bleecker Street that is Doctor Strange address where the pizza place is. Oh, so, so another connection. So does that mean? Does that mean that in Doctor, this universe? Does that mean in this universe that Doctor Strange existed in the past? Because they, but, yeah, because Ted Raimi but, said that name's taken. Yeah, but then um, <laughs> they went out. He went out of business, and a pizza place took his plates. Or does it mean that Doctor Strange is around but hasn't got built the Sanctum Centurum, and he forces Joe's Pizza out of business to take that spot? I have no idea. Okay, because <laughs> they imply in the uh, but that's the connection because in, in, Doc- in Doctor Strange, there's it's probably this is probably not what they're actually gonna do, but they they imply that uh, Fantastic Four might have existed in the past in the uh, Marvel universe. Oh, listen to this! This is the first, and as of 2020, and I think still uh, the only Spider-Man film to win an Oscar. What did it win in? Does it say? No. So I have to look it up. <laughs> I wish they would say that. I mean, gonna, in the I'm trivia. Gonna a, I'm going to take a guess. Original, original score. It could be score. No, but the Danny score Elfman. was... Danny Elfman. Yeah, but that would... When did that go to Spider-Man 1? I mean... Because that's when the score first propped up. But it, but it could it, still it win that. Mean, it doesn't mean that Danny Elfman like, didn't compose original No, but I feel like... The, well, yeah, because the Doc the Ock theme, theme and everything... But the I main feel like theme is the same theme. I feel like why wouldn't it get it in the first one? Um, but it won best visual effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, the main Spider-Man theme was would have been reused from the first movie, but the rest of the movie has music that would have been yeah composed, the Dog theme and that everything would have been composed specifically for this movie. No, yeah, you know, but it didn't win for that Colton. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, uh, so visual effects that, that makes sense. Um, makes sense. <laughs> makes more sense. Following the first film's record-breaking 150 million opening weekend, Sony assigned a sequel budget of 200 million. That's why they assigned it 200 million. Um, wait, what did this one make? Well, I think it weekend? benefited from a higher budget because there, there. I think the special effects in this movie were better. 
than the original movie. Well, the original one was also 2002 or it one. It wasn't that two. far, that much before this movie but to, also, to be well, like that big of a leap in special effects. But this one also, I think, maybe required more special effects. Th- thus the budget. For maybe. Doc Ock. Yeah, th- thus know. the budget, which, I, you know. And apparently Willem Dafoe did show up on set and played Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen the, yeah. the, the, the videos of that. They, yeah, the, the the story I've heard is that like uh, Alfred so, um, Molina didn't know that he was coming to set and like walked into like Willem Dafoe like in costume and stuff. So Spider Man Two opened in the United States in June 30 of 2004 and grossed 40.4 million its first day. This broke the first film's opening day record of 39.4 million until it was surpassed a year later by Revenge of the Sith 50 million. Nice. I like this scene. The, the theme. Oh, it's that, a great scene. The theme in Spider-Man that I love is that the idea that anybody could be a hero. Yeah. Well, and that was the and idea. Heroes inspire. That was one of the idea when Stanley and Steve Ditko created Spider-Man. That uh, and you know it was what the Marvel comics had hated that he was in a mask. Oh, he can't be in a mask. You got to see his face. Oh, he can't be a teenager. They're only psychics. But Stan Lee wanted to make a realer, more grounded hero with real problems where he had to yeah. struggle to pay rent and he had to go to school and all this stuff. And the point of him wearing the mask, for one, it's cool looking, but also it shows that anyone could be a hero. Anyone could be Spider-Man. You don't know who's under it. There's no, like, when he's in the Spider-Man costume, you don't know what race he is. You don't know if he's a man or, or even a woman, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you would assume uh, he's it, a man. Is it Spider-Man um, that... I could be confusing with a different hero. Is it Spider-Man that Stanley, The first appearance was was not in um, his own comic. It was well. There's a lot of heroes like that, but yeah, it isn't, but it's um, because Stanley they they didn't Marvel didn't want to produce Spider Man, so there was another comic series that was ending. So Stanley put was it like, in Amazing fin- Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, because no, because Stanley was like nobody cares what goes in the last issue. So yeah, I'm throw so he in put Spider Man there, and then do. a couple few weeks later, because you know it was the sixties, they got a bunch of letters and fan mail that was like, holy shit, we love Spider-Man. So boom. I mean, seriously, Spider-Man is probably one of the most important superhero characters worldwide. Superman set the standard, right? Or, you know, the baseline, but I would say like Superman and Spider-Man are two of the two most like as far as pop culture, not just and American, Batman, not just American culture, but like worldwide and Batman too. Superman, like superhero pop, culture. Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man's up there with them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, as far. Well, I, and I know this is, you know, just objective numbers, but as far as like actual film friend or just as a, Money making machine, Spider Man has made the most money of a, out of any superhero. Oh, I know people that before the MCU started, the only Marvel characters they knew was Spider Man. Spider Man, maybe, maybe Wolverine, Captain America, maybe Wolverine. Yeah, not even Captain America really. I know some people. He was very D lister like, at that point. Yeah, um, but which is saying a lot because Captain America has always been pretty important. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But even then, he was a D lister because well, because lot, in the nineties, kind of fallen out of. In the 90s, Marvel went bankrupt, okay? Yeah. And they sold most of their properties to different studios. And they finally have 
reacquired most of them. There and, was a um, period of time where the only Marvel characters people that, knew were the X-Men and Spider-Man. X-Men and Spider-Man in the 90s yeah. and Punisher a little bit. And, and um, But... And Hulk was always, you know, a pretty oh, yeah, popular yeah. one. That, that's fair, yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah. I don't get what she's doing here. Okay, uh, you're kissing she, him. She's being... Trying to see if she's... She's being weird, and she's tr- she's trying to recreate the fetish of making out with Spider-Man. Yeah, and... Which is weird. Like, imagine <laughs> if, you were, if, you, if you were dating someone, and they were basically like, there's this thing my old boyfriend used, used to, to do. Can we do Can that? we do that? You'd be like, that's weird. Like, fuck no, I don't. I'm yeah, not, like, I'm not your old boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, like it is weird. Oh, and here's a really good scene, but also awkward, but also really good. Oh, uh, th- yeah, this is. <laughs> and luckily, this is. A, <laughs> I know exactly a what vacant mean, but, like, coffee really shop, good, but also really awkward. And also, she's wearing like the worst outfit. Can, is that mean? It is a pretty bad outfit. It's just brown and just so boring. Is it is it bad that like and his outfit's boring too? But at least he's got a little color. I don't know. A little. So, so what I was gonna say is like, but they're is both it, wearing. They're both nerds. Is it? Right all here. I was gonna say, I'm like, is it weird that like as I've so like nowadays, I'm I used get, to not I'm, care I'm about getting outfits. into my mid twenties. I used I don't wear I don't wear like stuff like band t shirts quite as often anymore anymore. Like oh I do. I don't know why I don't. I just I just don't. But is it weird that especially like when it's sweater season, I find myself dressing more and more like Peter Parker? Well, is yeah. When, for me, when it's <laughs> cold in the fall and winter, yeah, that's where I wear fancier stuff or whatever. Well, it's like how nice how jackets. he's dressed right now. Yeah, sweater. I have dressed exactly like that to go to Jabos. No, same here. But. During the summer, when except it's, I'm cooler than him, and I pop the collar over the sweater. Yeah, you pop it. Well, he pops it when he gets the black suit. Yeah, but, I'm like black suit Peter. No. <laughs> oh no, you don't want to be. I'm not nearly like, as cool as black suit Peter Parker. Bully Maguire. Yeah, but um, no, I mean when it's hot though, I wear what is comfortable. I don't care oh, yeah. really what I look like. I'll wear shorts oh, and same. just a random yeah. t-shirt. But yeah, that's why I like that's winters because I can wear all my cool clothes. That's why fall and winter is my favorite, <laughs> especially fall, really, because it's not super cold yet. Yeah, same. Yeah. And because spooky season. Fall and spring. Get ready for Spooktober. Yeah. Um, but fall's my favorite season because I get to wear my cooler clothes. I get to layer. I get to wear a cool sh- sweater and then a leather jacket on top. But during the summer, I don't care because it's too yeah. hot. I'm not going to try to Just, stylize I, t-shirts and shorts yeah sometimes pants i'm wearing pants today because people i wear pants when i'm working because i work i work to do landscaping and stuff well yeah you want pants for that kind of thing well yeah i still wear pants in summer sometimes but i don't really care about what i look like as much yeah well i mean i'll be like oh i'll wear a cool shirt but you know in the fall i'm like oh i'm gonna wear i'm gonna layer I want to get some. And more his cool. powers come back because want- he did the jumping thing. Oh, or no, yeah. he hasn't done the jumping thing yet. Oh. No, he took a leap. This was he in took the trailer. A leap of faith there, right? This was in the trailer. That's a cool shot. Yeah. Yeah. This was, I remember dress. loading up the trailer on <laughs> iTunes Movies or whatever it was called at the time, and it, it took like an hour to. Load up the trailer, <laughs> and then you played the trailer, and that was it because there was no YouTube. Yeah, I just remember seeing the tra- trailer on TV. Yeah, and seeing yeah. the like wheel like roll right over him. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was. I was. Also, when, okay, wait, wait. When this movie came, let's out, analyze his logic here because he has some wacky logic throughout the whole thing. We've already discussed. He goes to Peter Parker to try to find Spider Man, right? Yeah. And he proceeds to throw a car at him, not knowing, just knowing Peter Parker is a regular guy. He sure, throws a car yeah, at. That's, that's his point. first instinct. He throws a car <laughs> at him. Yeah. What are you gonna do if I mean? What did he kill? You would have just killed him. I mean, you wouldn't get any information. <laughs> you just threw a car at him. <laughs> so <laughs> he's just a lunatic. Uh, <laughs> uh, screaming. You know. Here's my main complaint. Oh yeah, the CGI is bad there. But here's my main complaint it's with not this. Too it's bad. bad. For our standards, at it, least. It works. It still works. It works back then. See, but, this um, shot here, like, if you pay a lot close attention, it's bad, but, like, the overall shot looks The way good. it's shot yeah. hides it more. And, yeah, I love when he busts out here. Um, but, yeah, he throws a car at him, and I love... Well, I don't... Uh, going cool, back to the... That was a cool anger moment. I yeah. wish... I've never had a moment where I well, had the chance to, like... Do a cool like in this movie they did the like whole it, they did Superman two a little bit because in Superman two he gives up his powers he gets them taken away or I forget, he does like the weird mis- the thing on his the Fortress of Solitude I want to throw away and, the glasses Peter Just, what if you need them again Yeah. I mean they're probably cheap I mean I know anyways. he has more important things to worry about right but, now, but. and it's cool it's dramatic <laughs> yeah. um, but. I it does the Superman scene. 2 thing where he loses his powers, he gets beat up, yeah. and then he gets his powers again and everything. Oh, I love this part. He finally has a heart for him. <laughs> his face there. <laughs> he finally says it. Spider-Man was a hero. <laughs> and then look. Recording. And then he steals it. <laughs> he steals it back. It's a criminal. <laughs> He's right back to his old ways. He's a menace. Pretty nice handwriting. He does, and I was well, I assume he wrote it before. Well, it's clearly printed in that close up shot. It's clearly, I thought it was just Sharpie. No, well, it looks very much like printed. Like a font. I don't know. It looked like marker to me. I don't know. It, it looked, but here's it, such it an looked, epic part. Just in that close up shot, it looked like a font. That's like now, like all the like Spider-Man web swinging scenes still holds up because they're oh, not yeah. trying to do a CGI human face. It's just Spider-Man costumes, so that's a lot easier. Oh yeah, and a lot easier to fool us on. And then right here, boom, it goes to the real suit. Cutting which looks back so and good. forth between real shots and CGI shots makes the CGI shots look a little bit better. Well, because often. then you see the real suit, and then it seems more seamless that way. And then, like, right uh, here, he's throwing straight-up punches at him. Unlike in Black Panther, the fight at the end between uh, Black Panther and... That's such a great movie, um, but that final battle, it it, it looks like a video game. And one of the problems is that it has, like, the CGI action shots, and then it cuts to close-ups of the CGI characters. It doesn't switch back to (laughs) the real suit. It just doesn't work. Yeah, that's the worst part part of the movie, though. I love that movie, but, yeah. Everything up until then is so great. And I love this bit. Yeah. This is a great bit. And I love, this is such a good sequence because the whole train thing was just a coincidence. They fall off the building and then perfectly timed where they fall on the train. Well, it's like a really good fight scene in a movie. I mean, 
where one thing leads to another. Yeah, like exactly. It, I it mean, snowballs. It, it, yeah, where it's like the, a character. It, it keeps escalating. They're, they're presented with a problem. They come up with a. So Spider Man shoots webs at him. What does he do? He blocks it. Yeah. You know, problem, solution. Oh, and the dodging right here. Like and, oh, and under the bridge. Yeah. Man, and it's the, just such a. It's still one of the best superhero fight scenes ever. Oh, and in between the. Yeah, I mean, that's rad. It's just so good. And he tackles them there. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And now they're fighting on the side of it. Now, in the extended edition, they make this fight a little longer. And there's a part where uh, Doc Ock's holding him against the, like, stop the, uh, the signs, the train signs or whatever. And he's, like, bashing him into it. And then he legit just gets hit by a train. Yeah. And then he just comes back, keeps swinging. But they took that out of this part because I think they thought it would people wouldn't really believe in that that like I mean, he could just keep going. But really, Spider Man could. Another but. thing, this this fight scene does well. So the best fight scenes in any. Oh, movie. and here's this bit where he's so good. Yeah. Well, the the the, the best fight scenes in a movie are ones that ultimately a fight scene needs to do the same thing that any other scene does, which is progress the story and, or develop the characters. And this is literally moving the story forward. It moves the story forward. The end of this fight scene. Oh, and I love how he saves the people here like really quick. Like he's on speed run. Like the end of this fight scene. Boom. Provides a character building moment for Peter. It tells you where Doc Ock is like mentally at this moment. And physically boom web. Like it, it tells you about the characters and progresses the story, which is good. Like the best, in my opinion, best fight scene of all time. In okay, any that movie. CGI is a little funky. You know, can you guess what, what I think is the best fight scene in any movie of all time? I really have no idea. Any of the Jones versus the big guy, the Nazi. No, that's a fun scene. Where he puts him in the propeller. That's a fun scene, but it doesn't <laughs> actually do much. Uh, is the fight between Inigo Montoya and Wesley. Oh, and yeah. Pride. Because it progresses the story, it tells you about these ca- these characters previously in the movie you know nothing about really, but it tells you about who they are as people. Well, because he literally goes through the whole his yeah. story. Oh, you yeah. It, it's and it tells you even through like their banter and stuff like that and how they. But fight. this one, what's great about, about this it. one, this, it's, this does the same thing. Well, this it, does it the same thing, but differently. It's show don't tell. Exactly, they're yeah. not having a dialogue. It's well, just. Princess, uh, escalating. Bride, Princess Bride does a show don't tell in, in, throughout the scene as well, but you're no, right. No. But this is purely show don't show. But th- this exactly what's happening. They're not right having here. a dialogue. He has to save the train. This is when yeah. you, you ask someone well, what is one of the most Spider-Man Spider-Man moments. This it's this scene. And yeah, yeah his, he makes funny faces, but he tries to do. And <laughs> I remember my dad because he's a huge Superman guy. He's like, oh, Superman would have no problem. I'm like, yeah, but that's no fun. Yeah, that's, that's not interesting. What uh, <laughs> makes Spider-Man, or, or what makes Superman a good character is not how he solves problems with his powers. No. It's who he is as a person. Yeah, that's what Spider-Man makes Spider-Man is interesting both. because of both those things. He, who he is as a person and how he solves problem problems. solving while he's doing this stuff. And then, it, oh, it rips off the building and that's yeah. such a good... Oh, and right here where he... <laughs> Yeah, he, he and throws, I love how he, he had, throws the webs and out. I love doesn't how... Doesn't work. What does he do next? He throws... More webs. No, this is such a good example of how a scene where one thing leads to another. First, they're fighting, but then Doc Ock pulls the thing out, and then oh shit, the train's going, and now he's got to stop the train. And then here we go. And yeah, he makes funny face here, but still good scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Put in your jokes here. Oh, taking a big poop. 
<laughs> but I mean, I'm sure I would be making the same kind of face in that moment. Um, if I'm trying to slow down a speeding train, but yeah, it is, it is pretty goofy. Toby, he makes some historically goofy faces. Uh, does he make any goofy faces in No Way Home? Not really. I don't recall any goofy faces uh, in No Way Home. There is a mo- the my back I moment. I've seen it in a few months though, so I don't know. Uh, and we missed that. We totally talked over to my back moment in this one. Oh yeah. I can't believe we missed that. That's the thing about commentaries. You stop paying attention to the movie. Uh, it's hard. It's harder than it sounds, guys. Okay, you try talking over your favorite movie. I mean, yeah, it depends. It depends often on uh, how familiar with the movie we are. We're obviously very familiar with this movie. <laughs> um, with Twilight, for example. Uh, and since l- we're not so familiar with that, we're going to be paying attention more. I mean, the last Twilight commentary I had Which that was we the got first repost. Time, that was the first time I had watched that Twilight movie. Yeah, there you go, and you were yeah. paying attention more. Yeah. Uh, and this one, we know everything that happens, so we kind of glazed over some things. I but love um, this scene. yeah, this yeah. great scene, the community of it, and before everyone had a camera, because you know nowadays everyone would be taking a picture. Yeah. But the point is, who cares? Because I mean, it's like okay, he's just a white guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not like a famous person that everyone would know. It's not like people would be like, oh my God, he's Peter Parker. And he's just getting older than my son. No, he's maybe a couple years old, younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this wholesome moment here. <laughs> And yeah, those kids kept his mask somehow. I, I don't know how they that caught that. Is, that kid is dressed like a young Guy Fieri. He, he's, well, he's dressed like every kid from that era. I had a shirt like that. Which is young In Guy that Fieri, era. Yeah. I had a shirt. <laughs> no joke, dude. If I can I find prob- a picture of it, I'll I show you. I probably had a shirt. I had a shirt, and it was the worst material. I do remember. But it was a yellow, long sleeve. It kind of looked like a motocross shirt, but wasn't <laughs> quite that. And it was a yellow long sleeve shirt with black flames on it. <laughs> Very similar to that. Um, but I love how, because he just took his mask off and it f- went flying off the train. I, I don't know how they caught that. The kids have superpowers. I guess so. Yeah. And I love how always the suit gets torn up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw this like and I love and I, I forgot Tom to... Holland fixing his suit with none. Oh, nanobite, there's he's a famous nanobots. comedian. What's his name? Uh, shit. Uh, huh. He's on Joe Rogan all the time. Oh. Not Jim Florentine. Oh yeah, he totally could have broke a lot of their bones and stuff right there. Um. No, not Joel McHale. I know he's in that, <laughs> in the bank scene. But uh... there you go, there you go, Harry. There's Spider Man. I've been wondering where he is all the whole movie. Joey Diaz. Oh, I can't believe I forgot him. But yeah, Joey Diaz. That was him. Where he was like, "You have to go to me." And here he comes, Spider-Man, and coming for that big tritium. And I love how he just had that. Um, 
But you know what this movie does does well? It doesn't ponder on those kind of things. It's like, yeah, he just gets to treat him Mary. You don't have to worry about uh, how exactly he got it. He's rich. Yeah. I rich, think what guy. a lot of movies do wrong now, and MCU, makers MCU work. included, they ex- and yeah, Harry, drink, I and for just how like rich his you father, you'd be drinking a nicer well, whiskey because Norman drank uh, Maker's Mark as well. Yeah, same. But um, what I was going back to, um, and I think a lot of movies do this too much, where they it, try to explain every little detail. Like I said, show, don't yeah. tell. You don't always have to explain everything, give the exposition. Oh, he got the tritium because this, and it shows the scene of that. It's like, no, just get I, to the... I appreciate when... Get to the story. I've been watching the new Rings of Power, and uh, I appreciate that they do that. They don't tell you everything. They do that? Yeah. yeah. They put it's you just, in this world, and they show you... It's just you, refreshing. Like, yeah, it's ref- yeah, and they show you things that if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, then you'll know. Yeah. But if you don't know all the books, then you won't know about the true trees or anything. Cause they don't talk about that in the movies. Why would they, um, they just show you the two trees and then boom, Galadriel's like, Oh, I was alive in the two trees. And that's what I appreciate because, and this movie does it well because it's a lot of moments where, yeah, you could ponder, you could ask, Oh, how did he get that? Why? But it focuses on the story. Yeah. Not, the universe. I like how Peter, Harry's like, Peter, you killed my father. He's like, there are bigger things happening. Yeah, like, he's like, just stop. Like, Peter, you could have said, actually, I didn't. That's all he had to say. I didn't kill your father. I didn't kill your father. I'll explain everything Let's after. Let's worry about this later, yeah. But no, he gets straight to, there's bigger things than that. Yeah. But it could have taken so a quick, he still leaves it. A quick sentence there. He still leaves it vague. Yeah. Um, quick sentence to say, like, no, I didn't kill your father. Oh, and I was uh, going to mention this earlier, but this is my main complaint with this trilogy. Um, the crux of the villain's plot, or a big part of the villain's plot, is that Mary Jane is always the damsel in distress. She has yeah. nothing to do in these movies besides to be the damsel in distress. Yeah, it's, it's the smart. That's why, character, like, um, Gwen Stacy is more. Uh, I mean, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. She's more of her. She's got her own initiative. She yeah. she won't just stand around. But um, MJ in uh, the the Mar- MCU is great. Zadea, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's no, very no, it's, active. It's the my girlfriend's told me about it because she, but, she she did sociology and psychology in in college. Uh, it's the Smurfette principle, which is the Smurfette is the type of character where it's a female character in a story that serves no purpose other than to serve the male characters. Yeah, like and, in their plot, their character arc, whatever, but they they serve no other purpose. Yeah, and that's MJ in this. She serves yeah. no purpose other than to be the oh, damsel in distress nipples. for Peter to. Oh, and I love out. this just brawl in the water. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's just knocking the shit out yes. of him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, this whole bit, like the screaming. Apparently, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, she was so tired of it in Spider-Man 3, they just recycled the, her screams from this one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So he built the sun thing again, and it's already fucked up again. And ouch. Oof. Big fight. Um, but and coming up, we're going to get to the moment where I guess he gets pulled into the MCU. 
Yeah, it would be about here. Pretty close. Yeah. Oh Sometime yeah, yeah. Of course that see. wasn't gonna work. They have cameras on them and whatever. Oh yeah, he hits him with the bit with the electricity. Gets shocked again. <laughs> It'd be about here, but before. No, it's after the 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 circuit thing turns him good again. Right. That he gets. No, I'll show you when I think it is. Because there's a line in No Way Home. Now what? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck would you do yeah, at that point? I wouldn't know what to do either, Peter. <laughs> um, Luckily, Peter's a lot smarter than you and me, so. <laughs> well, Otto actually helps him here. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to eventually suck up all most of New York because it's a lot of metal. It would probably destroy the planet. Eventually. Oh, yeah. fuck. It would, yeah. <laughs> it would become, it would eventually, I mean, probably become like a... a yeah, that would, that would be very Sun, bad. like it, was, it would be literally a world-ending thing. Out of this whole trilogy, Otto this is the, the most, greatest threat to the entire globe. Well, it's like the same thing with like the particle collider. Like, it's like, what if that yeah. does something like this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, which ha- it won't. But but it c- does have the potential to it. Like theoretically, theoretically could, could do something crazy. But when people like make talk, a black when hole, people or, talk about like, oh, the particle collider could create a black hole. It's like when you hear like the actual scientists working on the particle collider, they'll be like, "Yeah, no, we like, it's not going to do that. That's yeah, not, that's not how it but works." But theoretically, so right like, here, he he has him, and remember, in No Way Home, he says, "Oh, I had you around the, th- I had you by the throat." So it's about here. That- so it's like, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. And I love their little wholesome moment, No Way Home, where they meet each other again. Because Doc oh, Ock turns, because yeah. they fix his the tentacle situation, and um, he's back to old Otto. Because he was and never evil; he was being controlled by the AI. Yeah, kind of, he, or corrupted. Exactly. By it. So that's why, like, as soon as he's ported into a new world, he just goes back to the. Well, I'd imagine like he's having this moment with Peter here, and then all of a sudden, if, he, if you got ripped out of that moment just here, you'd just be like, then, "Oh, Spider-Man!" Like, oh, what the fuck? And you'd snap back into it. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So that makes sense. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so probably before, and he tries like, to he talk goes, to him. It's right before he's totally convinced. There. Yeah, I think so. It's like right around here, but um. He does that whole bit in No Way Home, but they're controlled by Tom Holland at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention the whole train bit. That was Sam Raimi's idea. Nice. Yes. Nice. I remember when you got when so Spider Man came out on the PS4, and I was you were playing it. I was watching you play it. That we tested like if the train will kill you if you. Let it hit you and stuff. Yeah, and it did. Because <laughs> I'm naturally, you're playing a Spider-Man game now, and there's a train. Well, that's what you do. One you of my favorite, well, train. one of my favorite games are at least most nostalgic games. We talked about a bit. Spider-Man, well, Spider-Man Two, based off this movie. Yeah. And I recently, uh, I replayed the whole thing on an emulator. Yeah, it's and, great game. And I modded it, of course, with different suits and whatever. But um. And the whole moment's extended and everything, but okay, enough of that. 
Oh, this <laughs> <laughs> the scream. Like that's so. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's just so Toby. Just to not say anything. Just to scream like a maniac. Yeah. People forget how strong Spider-Man is. Oh yeah, he's really fucking strong. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's really heavy. And yeah. So Otto. See, yeah, oh, I, I see what you mean. See, yeah, it was CGI, and you could tell that was fake. But then it immediately went to the real shot of Alfred yeah. Molina. It so doesn't that's give what, you time to dwell on the CGI. That's what gives the illusion. Yeah. Um, it just and, the yeah, CGI works to tell you what's happening. And that's but what it the, doesn't. But it doesn't give you time to to, to focus on the. And that's what's effects. become the problem. Tells you what's happening in the shot, and then moves on to. Yeah, exactly. that's what's know? become the and problem with a lot of superhero movie with Marvel and DC too. But they, because now, yeah, we have great CGI now, but CGI still looks like CGI most of the time, unless it's really well, well done, like motion capture. Like yes. Thanos looked real. Yes right? and no. Here's the thing. No, but no. Wait, I'm. Getting to my point, yeah. they over rely on CGI. Like in Black Panther, that whole final battle was CGI, and it was obvious. And yeah. if they would have put more time into it, yes, it probably could have been convincing. Because like Thanos and Gollum, even back in the original Lord of the Rings, been like The Hobbit, but like Thanos and Gollum, motion capture CGI look extremely convincing. They look real. Yeah. You can see the pores on their skin. But the problem is these um vfx guys are being rushed and on hu- tiny you know little uh time frames to put this stuff out yeah, and it's not always the cgi they think fault, they think the cgi lines. is just gonna work but if you don't put that time and effort into it the oh, cgi yeah. that would still look good if you just rely on that it won't because you have to integrate the practical effects unless you're gonna take it like a year to work on the cgi I mean, here's the here's the thing that's the thing people people complain about cgi a lot now and the thing is and cgi has you, it got here's a you, here's you like say, another you say like you say like oh, uh, he, you can oh, notice you can still notice cgi i would disagree actually about 90 percent of cgi you don't notice it's just the stuff it's that, just the really bad stuff you do notice um, well, and here's another kind of uh, misconception. CGI isn't worse. It's better than it was. It's so much better. It's just lazier. But, but also, here's it's the thing. Lazier. Here's, a, here's the thing with CGI. You can't just do the thing where you shoot a movie and go, now they do it in post. You have to plan for it. Yeah, exactly. You have to plan the shot, plan and the lighting. the problem is now... You know, and, and give the CGI artist uh, the proper resources. But now they're time. being rushed and they don't get yeah. to plan it. And, and that's when you get bad CGI. Like with She-Hulk, CGI gets a little wonky. I don't think it's bad or anything, but um, mm. that's because they're being rushed and they just have to put it out and it's not planned. I saw it's like some, just put some, in the CGI. Some person online um, was trying to was making fun of She-Hulk and they're going like they're trying to claim that CGI has gotten worse. And no, it like, hasn't got worse. And they're like CGI now, and they use She-Hulk as an example. And CGI in two thousand nine, and it was like Avatar and David yeah, Jones because they worked on like, that. That's an unfair example because Avatar, which is a movie that's known for its CGI, yeah, and Davy Jones, which is probably one of the most impressive CGI characters yeah. ever made, well, versus She Hulk, which is a TV show. It's a TV show like, that had to be made on a yeah. big time crunch. Yeah, you got like you got to remember it's a TV show. They yeah, yeah, 
and people just forget about uh yeah great yeah great um but great movie yeah but but back to the CGI talk. <laughs> People forget about Thanos. Like that's the most one yeah. of the most convincing Super, looking, really impressive CGI. Yeah, yeah, and but then they're like, it's not as good nowadays. I mean, it's like, people, oh my god, that was two years ago. Forget that. Calm down. I mean, and Avengers a Endgame. Couple years ago, Avengers Endgame is practically an animated movie. A lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Like the like suits. Sixty percent of that movie is animated. The quantum Ant Man suits CGI. Yeah. All, so convincing. All of the backgrounds and, and see, anything that's not like here's the an thing. Earth interior building and I think, is CGI. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. It's only when it's noticeable because there's so much CGI being used we, that we don't notice. Yeah. But as soon as there's a bad one or an obvious one, then we're like, Ugh, all CGI sucks nowadays ah, compared. There he is. There the he is. Man. Willem Dafoe. No, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, ultimately, the best special effects are the ones that serve the scene. Exactly. They, they, they contribute in a meaningful way to what's going on at the scene. The really, the really bad special effects that you notice are not just... It's, I mean, so often it's because of time crunch and things like yeah. that. But sometimes it's also because it was unnecessary. It didn't need to be there, but they just threw it in anyway. So, like... Indiana or maybe Jones the lighting the wasn't quite. The, or maybe the lighting wasn't quite yeah, there. Or Indiana Jones. Maybe it wasn't blocked the, right. Maybe the just the, of the movement. Crystal Skull. There's a lot of really weird CGI moments in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because it was very unnecessarily added. There were like CGI prairie dogs in one scene, and it was really weird. Yeah, a lot of unnecessary you stuff. Know? But like, but this we, movie, but I think, in is this a, movie. There's a lot. I of, think it's a prime example of how you blend practical effects with CGI yeah. because they used the puppeteers for Doc Ock's arms. They yeah. had the shots of them actually fighting and doing the stunts. Yeah, and in between the CGI shots, and most of and the I CGI hate to say shots this. also um, work towards the scene. They contribute, so it's well, not distracting. Unless the VFX artists have a long-ass time to work on it, if they're on a big time crunch, but then they do the whole scene CGI, yeah, it's going to be obvious. Even if it's really good CGI, yeah. it's going to be obvious. It can be obvious. But but in, the, in this movie, there's so many CGI scenes in this movie that are not distracting, even though they're not perfect CGI. Well, it's because they blend it. Because well. they work with the scene. They contribute yeah. in a meaningful way to what's going uh, on in the movie. This is where he's going to become the new goblin. Yeah, and he takes I that love cool, that he has to make his own cool, like, skateboard thing. Skateboard skier outfit. And then and then there's not a... When he has a green out goblin outfit. I, I, mean, I also love that in Spider-Man 3, there's not a single scene where he doesn't get his ass whooped by Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. He just... He just yeah. Every encounter, Spider-Man just whoops his fucking ass, and it's great. I love it. And that kind of... Sh- <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it kind of shows you, like, at this point, Spider-Man's a veteran. He just fought Doc Ock, like, so, like, another yeah. green goblin, especially one that's trying to be, like, a cool skater isn't gonna isn't yeah. gonna be a threat because the green goblin wasn't just threatening because of his strength but also because he was just he was willing to foe he, he was, was crazy devious and, yeah yeah and yeah and also spider-man just got his powers you know wasn't used to it yeah oh <laughs> jk simmons <laughs> but man that sucks for uh what's his son's name again I, I know, know in the comics, I know the astronaut guy, John Joe Jameson, like but that. in the comics, he becomes Space Wolf or something like that. Oh, yeah? Because during the Comic Code's authority, they couldn't do 
monsters. Oh. But they got away with doing Space Wolf or whatever he's Moon Wolf, where he's like an alien wolf guy. He gets right. his powers in outer space. So he's not a monster. He's an alien. Because an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they could do alien stuff. Huh. And that's why in the 50s, I think it's Captain America. Fascinating the, the, that's why in the, the 50s. The rules they imposed on themselves. In the 50s, period. Captain America and Batman fought aliens and just weird, zany shit. They couldn't have mobsters. They couldn't have. Yeah. Well, they couldn't have mobsters or monsters. Huh. Very interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Because cause, monster. Because, like, uh, I'm monster familiar... comics, like, yeah. That kind of stuff. Well, and monster movies were huge, too. They were huge. But then here comes the comic code authority. They couldn't portray I think, that I think anymore. it's really interesting because I'm more familiar with, like, the Hayes production code. With, and like, it's similar. Um, it's very similar. But, like, you were allowed to do monsters with the Hayes production code. Yeah, but comics. Caref- you had to be careful with how you portrayed them, but you could you do You couldn't do vampire. And see, Morbius, <laughs> it's Morbin time. And, Jared, I know all the memes, but Morbius, he... Um, they got away with Morbius. He was one of the first like vampires they did in Marvel again since like the fifties, since huh. uh, Journey into Mystery, um, because he was a science based vampire. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't based no, in, in the Hayes black production magic, code, for example. You like satanic. You couldn't portray mobsters in a good light. You could portray them, but that's why. But like they had to be the villains, basically. Yeah, and then uh, Godfather. But that, that's why, like, in the 1960s, there was a boom in mobster movies. In 70s with Godfather. That was the 60s. Part two was 70s. Yeah, at least part one was 60s. I'm though. pretty sure it was the 70s all of Francis it. Francis Ford Coppola was... It was the 1960s that the um, Godfather was... I'm going to look this up. I'm really? Not, you're making me question myself. I'm not sure. I thought they were a 70s trilogy, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, just when did it release? Oh yeah, and she abandons her wedding and everything to get with him. Great. It's not saying for some reason. Uh, part two was nineteen seventy four. Uh, based off of the novel from nineteen sixty nine. So yeah, seventy. The novel was um, the sixty. But yeah. but there. Godfather was not the first one. There was like a Dog Day Afternoon and things like that. So yeah, uh, um, which was Godfather was seventy two, the original. Right, right, but but either way, the Hayes production code went out the went out in the mid sixties. Yeah, that's when it. Yeah, and and that's why there was this explosion. Same thing of with comics. Explosion enough. of mobster movies and stuff. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh yeah. No movie has a better. None of the Spider Man movies have a better exit um, outro than the Raimi ones. With the swinging. Yeah. No Way Home gets close, though, when they reveal the new suit. And I also, like his yeah. um, apartment looks remarkably like Toby's in this one. How amazing would it be if they brought back Mr. Dinkovich? Right? <laughs> I know. Imagine in that movie, you hear the landlord, it's like, rent? rent? <laughs> Just a be... little fun reference. Yeah. She's probably rethinking her decisions now. Yeah. She's, she's like, oh, he th- he really does the Spider-Man thing a lot. And he has a shitty apartment. Ooh. Yeah. She, he, he has meaningful <laughs> talks with you and then jumps out the window, literally. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like immediately. Because that's his duty. <laughs> yeah. And here's the credits. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always glad to watch anything Spider-Man. And even the worst Spider-Man movie, I, still, still, fun. I still enjoy. And um, this is, man... 
It's hard to say, but it's still one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. It's in, Definitely. It's right up there with Spider-Verse. But Spider-Verse is so different. It's hard to compare. Yeah, this I, is definitely I, my favorite live action Spider-Man Honestly, movie, we've I, done a lot of rankings and stuff. But to be honest, to be uh, quite uh, frank with you guys, I don't really like ranking things. No, yeah. I like appreciating things as an individual piece of art. Yeah. And you know, because at least ranking things like movies, you know. Yeah, or uh, movies, music, all the that stuff kind of I like stuff. to rank is like we did our fast food ranking. Yeah, because that's, that's yeah, of course, because like, that's not art. The Spider-Man movies, it's like, uh, you know, there's things I like and dislike about every single one of them. Yeah. In general, I actually like all of them. But really, with this you one, know. there's not much I don't like about it. No, there's very few things I can nitpick about this one. Yeah. It's just, it's one of the one of my favorite superhero movies. It's just a classic superhero yeah. movie. And, uh, yeah, and just with No Way Home, and we will cover that eventually. But just the fact that kind of tied this together, it's just so good. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Good Spider-Man movie, good time. Good shit, yeah. Yeah, really good. <laughs> creme de la creme. Uh, and eventually we'll get around eventually to Spider-Man 3. We'll get around to Spider-Man 3, and that one we're going to have a lot to oh. say and complain yeah. and nitpick about and joke about because <laughs> that's where it really goes uh, off the rails. Yeah, and and, and uh, <laughs> stay tuned for uh, the next zo- Twilight. Next Twilight, pretty soon we're going to be getting into Spooktober. Spooktober, um, and we got some fun guests coming up. Yeah, hopefully if that works yeah, out. Yeah, you, you might you might have noticed we did not do our Shrektember idea. Yeah, because it is September um, now, and we're not doing Shrek. But uh, one day, maybe we could do. Um, maybe one day. Yeah. Hmm, what's another? We could do Shrek Simber. No, that doesn't no, really no, have a ring I, to it. I don't think. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shrekuary. Mm, doesn't no, cry have a ring to no. it. Uh, Shrew Lie. What? <laughs> like July, but Shrek. Oh, I thought you were making a true lies pun. No, no, I'm making a. I'm trying to come True Lyrary. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> um, Shrek. Sh- uh, Sh- Shrey? May? Like in May. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> nah. Anyways, uh, we will see you next week. Yes. Uh, check out um, the link tree. Check out our Instagram at OddDrunkPod if you want to see that fun stuff. And um, give us a follow on whatever podcast thing you listen to. A review or rating would be really nice. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Spot- Spotify. You just do a rating. Easy. And, um yeah. But we would love to see your reviews, of course. And um, and if you really like it, you could give it a download. But I don't really care about that, you know. As long as just, we just know, listening. Just as long as we know you're listening, that's pretty cool. And we will see you. We will see you next week. Yeah. For um something, for an episode. That's we, all I can say. We definitely say. plan it I, ahead of time, all the time. Oh yeah, always. We, you know what? We have when, a, when it seems like we're we're not planning on it, or when we're like, oh, we don't know. That's actually um, a ruse. It's just, we're just creating, it's a ploy. We're just creating drama. We're creating drama. Yeah. Like, ooh, what's gonna be next? But we totally what yeah, we totally know we, what's we gonna be next. Definitely plan the show months in advance. Well, jokes aside, there is episodes we do plan, and then there is episodes maybe like this one. 
that yeah. we're just like, hey, you want to do a commentary? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see you next week. Stay safe out there and keep it real. I don't know. I don't have a catchphrase yet. And we're over 100 episodes in. We'll figure it out. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.